It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Big Brother Canada 7 Roundtable Podcast. This is the podcast where we break down everything from the feeds. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Brent. How you doing, Brent? I'm doing well. I, like everybody else in the fandom, I am holding on to the 5% that maybe something changed in the last few minutes before the feeds went down. Um, but I am not hopeful, but I am, I am like there. I'm just holding on. I'm holding on, Taryn. Can you blame me for holding on? Every, everyone is holding on, Brent. Uh, also with me tonight is Melissa. How you doing, Melissa? I'm doing well. I am in agreement with Brent. I'm holding on hope for uh, something else to occur. Uh, so uh, we shall see. We shall see. We are live on YouTube and you can join us in the chat if you want. This is the final roundtable during the season. We will do one more after the season ends to recap the season as a whole. We'll give all of the players their final overall ratings and all of that great stuff. There's plenty of stuff to do for the uh, the the final ultimate final recap thing, roundtable, whatever you want to call it. Retrospective, I don't know. Um, but this is the final one during the season and we will have our final stock watch uh, session. And in that session, Adam is still live. He was rated in the form. Uh, you know, technically, we, we saw that he is likely the person that was evicted, but uh, but we do not know for sure. And so he is still live in the, the stock watch. Just uh, granted, given how likely it is that he did leave, that is also obviously going to impact the rating that he receives. So. That is how we chose to uh, go through with this particular circumstance. So let's talk about the week as a whole. Um, We saw Mark evicted by two to zero vote. That's what we expected uh, last week when we talked in my interview with Mark. Mark said, you know what? Anthony made the right decision sending me home. That said, I'm going to vote for Adam and possibly Dane over him. Very confused by that answer. He said it was a close, close vote between Dane and Anthony, but he would probably choose Dane. Uh, I was very shocked by that. I, 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 I don't remember if I've said this to you guys yet. You can stop me if I have. But like, I think what's happening here is that he revealed on the eviction interview with Arissa that he was rooting for Anthony. It's like, I'm rooting for Anthony. I love him. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, oh, but I'm a fan of the show. And I don't like I just exposed to the fans exactly what i'm gonna do and i want i'm mark i want to be unpredictable so i feel like that that's why he gave you the interview that he did and everyone else the interview that he did saying oh well i may not vote i may not vote for anthony just wait and see but i feel like in the end, 
you will vote for Anthony. I, 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 I saw Eric on Reality Recap saying that he couldn't believe that Mark was saying some of the things that he was saying. And I'm like, I can't believe you bought that. Like, he's a liar. You know this. Come on. He's just screwing with us. There's also, you know, a lot of the time they come out of the house and the second they come out of the house and she asks them, who are you going to vote for? They kind of blurt out a name and just say whatever name is at the top of their head or whoever they say goodbye to last or over. They have like a good feeling about right then and there. And then when they have more time to think about it, maybe their answers change. Or at least we've seen that in the past where people are like, I don't know why I said that. I have no idea why I said I was going to vote for so-and-so. Like, I, I just, I thought of the name and I said it. So it's possible that, that he learned more information or he was thinking more about it and he realized that, like, it would be, he he didn't want to vote for Anthony. I don't know. But, I mean, who knows at this point? You really, I just feel like the interviews with Arissa when they first get out of the house and then the interviews uh, before they go into the jury house are all just... The meaningless. Yeah, yeah, it's like you can't rely on those for anything, as we've seen in the past like five seasons, that they mean nothing and you can't uh, predict anything from them, even though we're about to predict stuff from them. During well, this yeah, Melissa giving, <laughs> giving away the gold here that, uh... <laughs> that none of this means anything. <laughs> they mean something like half the time, but the problem is the other half of the time they don't mean anything. And you don't and know which is the half that means. Which is which. Mm-hmm. The one thing that Mark did say, or, you know, uh, it seemed to imply, from your interview with him is that he fully expects Kira to be taken to the final two. And that may have something to do with his rankings and what he may perceive is supposed to happen in, in regard to what eventually happens. Because if Kira is not taken to the final two, like say Dane wins the final HOH and takes Anthony to the final two, I think that will have a big impact on Mark's vote. So we'll see. Everything, everything is very, very live. Like even because I don't know if he was eventually evicted, I feel like Adam's chances are still like nominally live at this point to win the game, which mm-hmm. sounds crazy, but it's true. And the other thing too, there have been no spoilers. I am, I am aghast. I am so proud of our community. There have been no spoilers. No as spoilers. As who went home and who won part one of the final HOH. If you look back past seasons, you can see like Dimitri won part one HOH. Ica was evicted. You know, all of that was leaked. Not so this time. So I'm kind of psyched about that. Yeah. The, what's the uh, the Vegas equivalent in Canada? Because we don't uh, have that. Oh, uh, well, like I've been to Toronto and they have good gambling there, <laughs> even though they took my money. So, <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. So uh, to, just to clarify, Toronto, for if, sure. if, yeah. if you didn't if you didn't listen to the interview with Mark, how he worded it was basically he would vote for any of the guys over Kira. Uh, and but if it came down to a voting of the guys, it, that would be tough for him. He'd go Adam, number one, then uh, close call, probably Dane, then Anthony. Um, and as Brent mentioned, he did seem like it did seem like he wasn't expecting that to even be the case. He was like, well, hopefully it's just a guy in Kira because then it's obvious. Uh, if I have to choose, that would be annoying. Um, like he really fully expects that it will be Kira and the winner of the season. Um, yeah. And so I do believe that that has some impact on his ratings there, his rankings there. And then also, as Bren mentioned, I fully expect that he could have the opinion that Dane you were in the final three with Kira and Anthony and you chose to take Anthony. What's wrong with you? Obviously, Anthony has played the better game at this point. That's just a terrible decision. Um, so I could see that influencing uh, Mark's vote in that particular case. Um, and I do think it's all it's all live in the first place. I, I really couldn't tell you for sure where Mark votes. I mean, even if Adam does get to the end, does he really have 
Mark's vote? Or is this more just like the I'm, I just got out of the house and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be like, well, you should have taken out Adam because he's got my vote. But when it comes down to it, will he actually give Adam his vote? I don't know. He hasn't had the closest personal relationship with Adam of the three guys. So it's a tough one. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Really, you're going to vote for Adam when he's like of the of the three guys that were with you in the Pretty Boys. He's the person that you had the least of a relationship with. Like, please explain that to me. Although, to be fair, he did say that in the house. Like, if Adam gets to the end of the mm-hmm. game, like, you know, that was him sticking his foot in his mouth saying, I would vote for Adam. And then he quickly tried to walk it back. So the fact that he quickly tried to walk it back leads to me, leads me to believe that there may be a morsel of truth there. Yes. So. Back in the house, we did see Dane win the following HOH. Now, Mark did throw Dane under the bus when it comes to the whole Sam backdoor. Uh, I heard, we heard that there was some drama that came from this, but by the time the feeds came back, it was all squashed, and we never actually saw it on the episode. So I guess it maybe wasn't as big as it was reported to be or even existed uh, didn't exist as much as it was reported yeah, well, to be. I think because Dane won HOH, I really feel like I don't know if you agree with me, Melissa, but I feel like that's what neutered it. I mean, like there there could have been an explosion. Like if Adam had won HOH, mm-hmm. I think he would have had a lot yeah. to say to Dane about yeah. how he felt and what the hell was happening with Sam and who evicted her and who was the cause of it. The fact that Dane won HOH and was completely immune and going to the final three, and you know, if Adam gets to the final three, he's going to have to work with Dane. I think that's what neutered that whole discussion. No, totally. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't make any sense for him to, you know, confront Dane about this in an aggressive sort of way when Dane won HOH and basically, you know, kind of controls. Well, you know, he's going to be in the final three. And so, you know, that he might be the person who could pick them because, yeah, the the nominations don't really mean anything for this uh, this episode because it's really the veto. But still, it's like for the future, you already know Dane's going to be in the final three and Dane's really good at competition. So the likelihood that Dane wins that final HOH and has to t- choose someone to take is huge. And that you can't make enemies at this point in the game. And good on Adam, you know, once again, controlling his temper. I've often said that this would be my biggest you know, downfall in, in a reality TV game would be controlling my temper when I get angry with people or when I get irritated with him. But Adam... You know, we hit that fight with Anthony when he hugged him and just, you know, immediately put it in the ground and was like, I'm done with this. I love you, man. And then here, you know, really not trying to make a big deal, knowing, recognizing that Dane is going to be a part of his future, whether or not he likes it or not. He's one HOH. And so he's going to be there on finale night. Good for Adam not being able to not not blowing up like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there really is a strength to what Adam does, uh, where he is able to overcome the uh, sort of uh, differences between uh, his, the, the people that he's in an alliance with. And that loyalty do, did really uh, get him really far in the game. Uh, the question becomes, can he use that loyalty to uh, to keep himself safe at the final four? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Dane. And so, as we said, Dane ends up winning this HOH and uh, Anthony pretty quick is like hey i don't i don't want to touch the block i want to keep my record clean uh and dane uh, in the diary room was like that concerns me but in the house was like sure I, again <laughs> unless they're leaving something out like I, I i i if you were playing in dane's place like if you temporarily took possession of him taryn i would understand why he did what he did with anthony in terms of keeping him as a bigger target like you can't mm-hmm. let him get to the end he hasn't been nominated how could you possibly take him to the final two but we haven't heard him articulate any of that argument so i'm just I'm still like a little bit aghast as to why 
Dane did what he did. But I guess, like to me, this just shows that he has a real loyalty to Anthony. Like mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it, but I'm telling you right now, I'm still not buying the fact that Dane's going to take care to the final two. I think no. Dane's going to take Anthony to the final two because of the way he talks about final two with Anthony. It is mm-hmm. raw. It is real. It is heartfelt. He has never, ever, ever talked to anybody else that way. I don't think it's always it is it is it is a uh, carnal sort of feeling when you're like you know it's us going to the end, man. You and me. I just don't buy that he's willing to take Kira to the final two. She's not. Yeah, yeah. For everyone saying before that uh, Dane was manipulating Anthony or whatever, like no, sorry, Dane was. I think Dane was totally genuine in saying that he wants to keep Anthony around, and take Anthony to final two. I I really don't think. I mean, if Dane this whole time has been playing Anthony, I will be very impressed. And good for him if he is. I hope he is, honestly, because it's stupid for him to bring Anthony to the final two. I think he should absolutely take Kira. But, uh, you know, we'll just have to see what happens. I see uh, Ligori in the chat saying, Dane is so good, he even has Brent fooled. Uh, as I say in the chat, I agree with Taryn that I feel like this could be a little bit of a John Party situation where at the, at the current time, in the current timeline, God, I love that when that discussion you had with, I think, Mary or Kirsten, when you were talking about timelines in this timeline and that timeline. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to talk scenarios. I know, right? <laughs> this does not timeline, work. I know. It was, I was great. I loved it. Uh, it. So in this, in the current timeline where Dane is like, existing he's going to take anthony to the final two now it's a long way till finale night finale night's on thursday we got three more days there and by now they've probably played part one probably part two of the hoh the money's starting to be real he's looking at how terrible kira is i think it's possible it could change as late as the day before but but right now as as to what i've seen he's taking anthony to the final two and Karen's going to be up in Toronto after the finale. And I, if he ends up not taking Anthony to the final two, I want to hear from him when it changed, because I do believe that right now he's willing to do it. Uh, my, my guess would be if Dane cuts Anthony, it's, it's what he had been planning all along. Um, that okay. would be my, that would be my guess. Um, okay. I, I, I don't think he will change. I mean, he could change his mind, but I, I would lean toward it. It would have been, it would have been his plan all along. Um, but, but honestly, I, can't tell i went over i spent about two hours going over dane's game this morning and uh, talking about how he really has been the biggest liar in the house the most cutthroat player all season long and he really is hard to read he is a great liar and what makes him even an even better liar is that it seems like he's a terrible liar because people think that they catch him in lies all the time but when he tells the lies that really matter they believe him um and that's that's the worst that's the most deadly kind of liar and it's the kind of liar that i can't tell what he's going to do i could not tell you for with 100 certainty that i know dane is taking anthony or that i know dane is taking kira i i i i couldn't i couldn't tell you i i, I don't even know for sure if he's i mean i'm pretty sure he plans on evicting adam but i couldn't even tell you for sure that he that he might you know not change his mind or that anthony might not change his mind it's hard to read anthony sometimes too um, exactly that's i feel like anthony is even more malleable at sometimes than dane like mm-hmm. if, if they like going back to what we were talking about previously, if they, you know, Arissa came on, said, you know, uh, there's going to be a special eviction, a surprise special eviction at the final four. The final four are going to become the final three. So they were going to have an eviction, like Karen said on the show last night, like 45 minutes to an hour later is when is how much time they have. In that time, they, I have to believe that they probably, like Adam probably sent something and went to them and said, hey, you guys are keeping me right. And they said, 
uh, dude, we got to talk. And then they were like, and then, and then, then the, the, the tears start to come out. He's like, really? You're, like, this is my dream. This is my dream. Like, you're going to take care of the final three. They don't even deserve it. Like, I, I think there's a chance that he's still in the house. I, I really do. I, I, and I, I started thinking about Adam past tense. Like in my head, he's already with the jury round table, but he could, he could have already won part two of HOH by this point. Yeah. <laughs> you can only hope. <laughs> now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Um, so, so yeah, so, uh, Dane does leave Anthony off the block. He nominates Adam and Kira. He does have a conversation with Anthony where they both agree that Adam probably has to go. Uh, and here, the, one of the reasons why we're so unsure that Adam has left for sure is that we've only really seen two conversations. One where they said, Hey, we, you know, what's up, you know, it's a decision we'll have to make. And then two, uh, how should we break it to him? Uh, like this is not a like super set in stone plan that's been discussed a lot that they definitely want to do. Anthony himself has not even said, I definitely want to evict Adam. He's just been like, yep, he's nodded along. Like, okay, we should tell him when, uh, he hasn't been like, here's why we need to evict Adam. They've not talked about it much at all. So, um, it's, it is, it is definitely, uh, up in the air here. Yeah. I think it's totally possible that they could be convinced about the whole loyalty thing and be like, we could have the pretty boys in the final three. I mean, I could see that happening. I think that that's probably the best argument that Adam could make to Anthony. Um, I don't know if it would necessarily work with Dane, um, but I definitely think that Anthony might be swayed uh, if uh, you use that sort of, you know, loyalty. We could be the most dominant alliance and have ourselves in the final three. Isn't that what we want? Don't we want to compete against the best of the best? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I could see that working on Anthony. I don't know if I could see it working on Dane, but it could. And I think that if Anthony was convinced, then Anthony could convince Dane. And then there you go. So there is a possibility that Adam stays. I, I, it's, it seems to be slim at this point, but I do, I do think there's a possibility and I'm hopeful that that's the case. Me too. Yes. Uh, all right. So, uh, so that's really what we had. Dane. We saw Dane win the veto, and the, as I said, they talked about uh, breaking the news to Adam. That's. It was shortly after that that Arissa came on the screen and said, "House guests, come to the living room." Uh, this is the surprise eviction that they did not come see coming because they don't watch the feeds. And uh, <laughs> and so there you go. That's that's the feeds. The feeds cut from that point, and we do not know for sure. What is going to happen from that point forward? Uh, and that's what we Which got is, for you. It's very annoying that the feeds uh, were cut during one of only two exciting weeks in this entire <laughs> season. It's like, are you serious? We get one exciting week and now this would have been another exciting week. And yet we get no feeds for it. Very frustrating. One dreidel song. Oh, that's a, sorry. It's the beaches reference. Never mind. Go ahead. No. All right. Well, <laughs> the state of the house has changed because 
The pretty boys are finally somewhat dead. Since day, since the first round table of the season, the pretty boys have been the cornerstone of where the house is, the state of the house. Uh, not quite the case anymore. Uh, the house has become a true free for all at this point. Um, there are many a final two deal afloat and uh which one is the real one is the real question that we need to ask in the state of the house the final two deals go ahead i'm just wanted to talk about this because you discussed this on the morning updates i think with kirsten where you were possibly mary i'm sorry it, it all blends together uh where you were talking about the these have the pretty boys being the most dominant alliance in history. Now you don't have to call them that anymore because like how we don't refer to the detonators as the most dominant alliance, because it was just a tool of Derek and Cody to get to the end of the game. Um, but I disagree with you on this one. I do consider the pretty boys to be the most dominant alliance in history. Certainly BB can history. And it's definitely in the top two of big brother overall. I realize that, uh, things didn't work out for them insofar as getting all of them to the final four, but they would have had Kira not won HOH. And I, I, I hear what you're talking about with, you know, well, this is just the, if the Alliance, basically Taryn's view of it is if the Alliance is just a tool of people within the Alliance to control everybody else, then it is not necessarily a valid Alliance. I mean, it's, a, it's an Alliance for the sake of them, but it's not something where everyone has equal partnership in it. But I do believe that they have been equal. And I do believe that they would have, like, if Kieran hadn't won HOH, I think they do go to a Final Four together. I think they are that dominant and that real. The fact that Dane and Anthony, you know, maybe have something that's a little bit closer to me doesn't negate how amazing the Pretty Boys have been. So I, I don't know if you want to get into that a little bit further since we don't have a ton to talk about <laughs> yes well, well well first of all i do believe that uh that at various points throughout the season um mark would have turned on the pretty boys and uh so i, I think anthony would have as well in the double eviction leading up to the uh the, or the second double eviction I, I should say if if mark or anthony had won that one i do believe they would have turned and they would have gone after adam at that point if mark had won the final five hoh i i know for a fact he would have gone after adam or dane uh he would not have put kira on the block i believe he would have put anybody on the block except for kira um, because he, that's the person he wanted to take to the final two um so i do believe that part of why they even made it to the final five is because they didn't have the opportunity to betray each other um and well, then but to, just to stop you right there though mark did win hoh a few weeks back and he wanted to betray the pretty boys, but he couldn't do it. Like he couldn't find a way to get it done where he got Dane out of the house or Adam out of the house. Adam on the veto, obviously, but right. he, couldn't, he couldn't find a way to do it. But I mean, that to me shows the strength of the alliance, not necessarily the weakness of the individual. No, yeah, and again, I mean, that was the wrong time. If he had won at a different time, like that double eviction, then I think he could have gotten Adam out. Um, and I'm not saying that the Pretty Boys were not a dominant alliance. They certainly have been, in my opinion, the most dominant alliance in Big Brother Canada history. But I personally feel like the Brigade uh, retains their title, uh, which is is my, you know, I, I don't think they have the, you know, consensus title. I don't think that everyone believes that the Brigade is the best alliance ever, but I personally do for the reasons that I've stated, because I I do believe that you know because they all three made it to the final three they were and, all 
somewhat equal partners. Uh, they did betray Matt, and Lane might have betrayed them for Brittany. What do you um, mean might? He said he would. Like I think he would have betrayed. Yeah, I, feel like, well, I feel like that's an open uh, an open question that, that people. But have. I feel like these are also open questions too. Like uh, you know, would well, Mark I have know, actually? I know that Mark would. Well, we could say that, but who knows? I, the, I do feel like there's a difference between the most dominant alliance and the most loyal alliance. And do I think that the pretty boys are the most loyal alliance no do i think they're the most dominant alliance yeah maybe because you know they were basically controlling literally the entire game they're the entire story of the season yeah they're the entire story. they won like almost every competition i can't even like think of other competitions that people didn't win besides like sam's hoh and i guess kira but other than that like they won like everything and then if somebody did win that was outside their alliance the next week they were gone Right. So, so, so I like, so what I'm saying is that the brigade was not flawless either. They had similar hangups in that, uh, that Matt was betrayed and that uh, Lane could have turned on them at the final four. Um, but I do feel like the betrayals and the potential for betrayal was greater within the pretty boys. I think that throughout the season, the pretty boys had a lot of control. They won a lot more competitions, but despite that, I feel like the brigade was even safer than the pretty boys had been. Nobody ever even came close to really touching the brigade. Uh, nobody really saw what they were doing. Like the pretty boys had been caught multiple times. Um, they didn't have to win as many competitions in order to retain the control that they did over the house. And then, as I said, they all got to the final three together, uh, which I do think matters uh, to uh, to an extent as well. Um, so I do think there are a lot of different reasons why I would say, you know, the brigade holds the title. If the pretty boys had made it to the final four, I would have said, hey, there's a really strong debate that we can have here between the brigade and the pretty boys. The brigade, I feel like, played a stronger game throughout the season, but the pretty boys finished stronger. Now I feel like the pretty boys did not finish stronger. And so for me, it's not as much of a question anymore. All right. Well, I'm doing a flash poll. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is going on. I'm going to leave the poll up for a half hour. Y'all can vote. Go to my Twitter at one lucky gay. I'm going to post it right now. Which is the most dominant alliance in Big Brother history, in your opinion? So you guys get to pick. And I'm not trying to shade it either one way. I, I think Taryn has valid points. I just I kind of want to see what everybody else has to think about this. I Try to try to set aside recency bias if, if you can. I feel like the people who respond to our polls are very learned anyway. Go ahead, Taryn. Or whoever. Well, I think it also has to do with the fact that like there are different definitions for what people think are a dominant alliance. Mm -hmm. Like, does it mean to be a dominant alliance that the alliance is so tight that they're never going to betray each other, that they like go together as like a cohesive group, even though there may be. I mean, like, does it affect your opinion of whether they're dominant or not? If people are secretly like, if I get power, I'm going to betray them, but then no one gets power and then they end up going to the end. Like to me, that is still dominant because it didn't happen. Like saying like, well, they would have betrayed them. Uh, to me, I'm thinking like, well, but they didn't, even though they didn't get the opportunity and maybe they would have, they didn't. So that's taken, that's taken out of the equation. And to me, I'm not looking at loyalty. I'm looking at being dominant over the season. Yeah. Well, like, I'm I, not I, I like at to look at everything. and I don't throw away pieces of evidence myself. So. Oh, oh um, like get out of here, <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that I think there's a difference between a loyal alliance, like who is the most loyal, who's the most, sure. you know, versus who's the most dominant. And I think that you can't, you know, you also can't just throw away the fact that they dominated the entire season. 
and they had dominated everyone else who was there. Right. And and I think I think the brigade did as well. And honestly, I might even say that the pretty boys were more loyal than the brigade as a whole, um, just because the brigade turned on on uh, Matt a lot quicker than uh, than the pretty boys turned on anyone else. So I'm not saying that, like, oh, loyalty means that the br- the brigade is better. I'm saying that the, the end result, plus the means to get there, plus all of the other flaws that the pretty boys had, like being exposed, like needing to win as many competitions as they did uh, in order to retain that control, I think all of those factor in for me um and we will of course this is a this is a question that i wanted to uh to address in the the wrap-up at the end of the season it will definitely be a question on that form as well uh you know where you would rank the pretty boys in the all-time list of alliances um well we'll try to figure out how to word that question the best but uh, i did ask in this form does it diminish the legacy of the pretty boys if they evict adam over kira at the final four I think it does. I think yes. it doesn't. What did, what, what, what did people say? Or would you uh, want to about, about two thirds of the audience, about 66% said, yes, it diminishes yeah. the legacy of the pretty boys. I think it <sighs> does because the whole point is like you, you want to be able to look fondly at the season and being like, they had the, the best top three or final three of all time or whatever you want to say. Like they had the most, the strongest final three. That was like a great final three. We had three amazing players in the final three. And if we don't have that, I feel like, I just feel like, what was the point of all this conversation about, you know, being loyal to the soil and like competing against the best and being a lion and all that sort of stuff. It just seems like that was all just garbage spewing well, out of their mouths. Like, it, I don't feel like it's garbage. From, my, from where I'm coming from, I feel like that the Alliance served its purpose. Like the Alliance is to protect you throughout the game. They got all of themselves to the end of the game. They got themselves to the not final all the way. five. They got final all five is not them. the end of the game. Tell that to their checkbooks. Okay, I'm just saying they got themselves to the final five. It is so like there's only four of you in the Alliance and you got yourselves to the final five. Please tell me how you can be any more dominant than that. And well, you're getting to the final three. Yeah, see, that's the thing is I, yes. I think that the, the, the fact that Kira won the, that HOH, I don't think that diminishes it. I think it's like, man, that yeah. was wild that Kira won that exactly. and they had to get rid of one of their people. And not only did they do that, they got rid of like, their weakest player that no one wanted to, to see stick around. So it was like, okay, cool, get him out of the way and let's have the real competitors duke it out. Then they get down to it and they're like, okay, we have the three top competitors this whole season we're we're gonna duke it out in the final three. Oh wait no we're not by adam like the one that everyone wants to see in but the we don't know three. he was evicted though i mean no like, i know they, i'm just saying yeah. if they That's do it. if adam was evicted was if they don't i'm gonna be like yeah pretty boys you guys did it this is the strongest <laughs> final three i've seen in a while sorry i just hit my mic jennifer in the chat said uh, i agree with taryn but who has a checkbook anymore <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> fair point I do right here. <laughs> Sorry, uh, who's readily available? <laughs> readily available. Right I'm, I'm looking at Brent. I'm looking at your poll right here. Yes, um, yes. With uh, with 150, I don't, get to, I don't get to put out my poll very often. I'm very glad. About <laughs> with 150 votes in right now, uh, nearly 70 percent say the brigade was the yeah. more dominant. Well, alliance. but here's also here's also the thing with that is that I don't want to say that the pretty boys were better than the brigade or more dominant than the brigade. I don't want to say that at all because I enjoyed the brigade so much more. So I also think that there's a situation where people are voting for the brigade because they want that to be the case. I mean, it might be, that might be it, but I, I was the one who put up the poll and they're telling me what they feel. So I, I can't like say, Oh, well now I, you know, no, I know. But like, if I were to see that question, I would be like the brigade, duh. 
Like the pretty boys suck, you know, because yeah. nobody wants to be like the, the brigade is like their legacy is being, you know, corrupted by this like alliance that everyone hates. Like no one wants that. I, I will say I, you know, I joked about like, oh, I won't have to call the pretty boys the most dominant alliance. I was excited to see the pretty boys as the most dominant alliance of all time. I mean, I, I that's what I watched the show for. I was excited for it. I really do want them to be considered the most dominant alliance of all time. But I do personally feel like uh, they did fumble the ball at the you know 90 yard line or whatever it is 10 I don't know oh my football. god <laughs> whatever oh whatever football god. thing people close are talking to about the, <laughs> close to the touchdown area yeah five yards to go they fumbled, the ball. they fumbled the ball somewhere on the field we don't know where <laughs> whatever means the most in this situation it's yes so sad. So sad. whatever yeah. makes the most sense the only person who knows what we're talking about here anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, what is it? Is it ninety or is it ten? It's ten. Okay. If you, if you don't, if, if the ninety's <laughs> already gone. If you're at the ten yard line, you got. If you're almost, if you're almost there, then you only have ten more yards to go. Because so it goes to fifty, and then it's forty on either side. Okay. It's fifty. It's fifty and. It's fifty yard, fifty yard line in the middle, and fifty yeah. yards on either side. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we have the chat saying, "Go team, sports." <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is what happened. This, this is yeah. This is. I more can't remember. Story. Like, what is the, the fumbled at the, the fumbled the, at the goal line? That's goal what line? Yeah, I guess or, so. Yeah, it's, fumbled at the place where it shouldn't be fumbled. Yeah, <laughs> a little longer, but yeah, you know, get the point you across. Like when you lose the ball or you lose control of something, when you're like right there, like you almost made it, you're just about ready to cross the plane of the end zone, and you fumble the ball, which has yeah. happened before. Uh, so uh, yeah, I guess that's what they're doing here. But I still think they're like they're they're so freaking great. I I just I don't want to diminish them as an alliance because they've been the entire narrative of the season. There mm. hasn't been any other alliance. Even named that I can remember. The Youngbloods. Oh yeah, but that was the two of them. Trinamites. Just like, oh, we're friends. Apparently, there was with the the celebrators. Apparently, I forgot who was this. Was that in a different season? Somebody in the chat. I don't even know what those things are. Celebrators. Um, Yeah. All I know is that I'm uh, very, very glad that. I mean, look. Here's the thing: is I think we could go back to one of the first podcasts of the season. Uh, where I'm sitting there like, yeah, we're not going to have to say the pretty boys for much longer. That alliance is not going to last. And now look at us. I've had to say pretty boys more times than I wanted to say throughout this entire season. Yes. So uh, they've given us that. To to be very clear, the pretty boys are easily the most dominant alliance in Big Brother Canada history. And 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 they probably are, in my opinion, the uh, the second place most dominant alliance in the history of the show. Um, and that's that's, by the way, another qualification that I personally have is that you need more than two people um, because two mm-hmm. people alliances. Uh, it's very easy to, to make it to the well, not very easy to make it to the final two, but it's a lot easier to make it to the well, final two with two people and not betray each other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why, you know, I, I wouldn't say necessarily that, uh, you know, the, the, like the renegades or uh, or the hitmen, um, I wouldn't wouldn't really yeah. include them in that list. It's a different I, I, list. I agree. I see the chat uh, telling me some of the names. I think people I'm aware of all these names, but like it hasn't made the narrative of the show. It hasn't really made our recaps like our updates in the mornings. Like I, yeah, I the only about the pretty boys front line and center. Come on. The only alliances I've known about this entire season, like really known about like to the point where we would cover it is the pretty boys and the young blood. And that doesn't count. The young blood thing doesn't count. So yeah, as, 
as I said, from from the first roundtable of the season to this one, it's always been the state of the house. Pretty boys, pretty and boys, like subsidiaries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And this is the first week where that is not the case because the pretty boys have, in fact, now dissolved. Um, so. Uh, so there you go. Back to the state of the house where the pretty boys are no longer a thing. It's just final two deals. And the, so the question becomes, which final two deal? is the real one uh you have dane and adam they have a final two deal not real not real on dane's part i, I do think, think that adam adam's will take I think dane. It's real on adam's part we have that is so sad that's always mm. so sad when it's like oh it's totally real on one person's part and the other person's like yeah right well see the last time the last notable time i can remember that happening was the fortress and so i think <laughs> what we're saying here is that uh, Adam will come back and win another season by winning a bunch of competitions, which seems very oh, likely to me. Well, the chat would love that. <laughs> I think they have enough people. Uh, and then, and then, and then, <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, Dane and Anthony have a final two. Uh, I believe this is genuine on Anthony's part, but at the same time, I feel like Anthony doesn't really feel the need to decide which one's genuine because he knows that he's not going to win this competition. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if for some reason Anthony won this, I think he would probably take Dane uh, thinking that he can beat him. And I don't know, maybe he could, but I think it'd be close. And I think uh, he would easily beat Kira. So, yeah. I agree. Uh, Somebody was asking me in the chat last night, I think I responded to them in the chat, that Dane has been saying, oh, I think it's going to be four to three, you know, taking Anthony to the end. What he means by that is it's going to be close. Uh, He he doesn't mean necessarily that he's going to lose four to three, but he also, you can't talk to somebody and say, yeah, I'm taking you to the end. I know I'm going to blow you out. Like, unless you're Anthony, you know, I think of a couple weeks ago, he's like, I'm going to beat all of you. Uh, (laughs) Like you, you have to make it seem like it's a good deal for both people to go to the end because if you make it seem well, one if you make it seem too extreme on one side or the other they're not going to believe you if you say hey i'm taking you to the end and i know you're going to beat me they're probably going to get a little nervous that you're aware that you're going to beat them if you take somebody to the end of the game and say yeah i i know that i'm going to beat you you sound like an asshole so i feel like that dane has it right where he's saying yeah it's going to be really close four to three you know who knows but we're both we're legends man we're legends <laughs> And by the way, as I mentioned, I went over Dane's game this morning. He's used that exact line on Adam and uh, and I believe also on Mark. Uh, so the four he said, three like, were legends. Kind yeah, of thing. the exact wording. Uh, definitely with Adam. I think he used something similar with Mark. Um, so this is, this is not something that he's uh, he's shied away from telling other people as you well. Know what, you know what bugs me about Dane? Can I just like rant for a second? What, 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 what bugs me? Um, that he won't own his line. That he won't he won't own his shit. Uh, he 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 plays the game hard and he does lie when he needs to, but he's not like owning the fact that, yeah, I'm, I'm deceiving you here. I'm actually not telling you the truth here. It still bugs the shit out of me that he's still willing to swear on his father after he broke that swear during the first or second week of the show. And somehow it still has meaning to him. Uh, like, I feel I feel like that it's a bad look for him. I wish he would do better. What? Are you saying he's supposed to be like, haha, I lied to you and I got <sighs> away with it? Like, what are you? <laughs> I guess I, mean, I want a little bit more than what he's giving me. I'm just my personal preference on how I like it. I feel like he's being a little bit hypocritical, like uh, pretending to be virtuous when he is not. And I feel like Anthony's owning his shit more in the diary room. 
In the diary, well, I mean, uh, he is not really in control of what they air in the diary room, but he has definitely talked to the cameras about like, uh, like I'm a liar. Like, uh, I mean, that was one of the cornerstones of my recap today was that uh, he would often go to the cameras and be like, "Sorry, yeah, Canada, my word is no good." Uh, yeah, I know. I, I maybe it's just because he's not doing it to the people that I want him to do it to. Like when he was deceiving Kira, and it was like, "Oh, those were fake tears, Kira. I can't believe you bought that." Like that was great to see. I love stuff like that. I guess I'm still looking for his true intentions, and I can't. I'm irritated with him because I can't tell if he's like, it seems like from, from what I, again, as you heard me say earlier in the podcast, it seems like he's going to take Anthony to the final two, but then I'm like, but you're a smart guy. So why would you do that? Like why? Again, we talked about this before. Like, I don't understand if he's going to stay loyal to the pretty boys. That's fine. Take Adam to the end of the game with Anthony, fight it out. See what happens. You can also cut Adam at the final four and then cut Anthony at the final three and take Kira to the end of the game. That's okay too. You cannot have it both ways. You cannot betray Adam at Final Four and then somehow weirdly keep Anthony in a sense of loyalty to and take him to the Final Two because I think then you will lose the game. You won't have a leg to stand on. Are you with me on this or no? I, well, I agree. I think that that is a very dangerous move to make. I think from Dane's perspective, what he would say was, the pretty boys was nice, but it was always me and Anthony. That was the true thing. I was only really loyal to Anthony throughout the game. And that's kind of comes oh. into what I was saying about the pretty boys kind of being a tool for Dane uh, to, to, to use. If and- Dane takes Anthony to the end of the game, then I think that your assessment that it is not the most dominant alliance is probably correct because then it would just be a tool of his to get him and Anthony to the end of the game. If Dane says that the pretty boys were nothing and that he and Anthony were the end all be all, I will like lose all respect for Dane's game because that's not been the case at all. If it was a situation where it was like the two of them knew like, okay, it's the two of us, but we've got these other guys on the side then that's fine. But that has never been the case. The entire game, okay, you make a final two on day two, who cares? The rest of the game, you wasn't the two of you guys acting together. It seemed more like it was, yeah, it was and I'm, Adam I'm, I'm and, with you. and Mark. I'm with you because, Taryn, it does feel like they brought it up as a convenience kind of thing. Like, yeah, they made it on day two, but then it was like, it came up a you know, it came uh, up randomly throughout the season. I, I, I can tell you, again, having gone through Dane's game very recently, uh, he he did check in with Anthony and planned with Anthony more, way more than anybody else. Uh, they really were on the same page for most of the season, planning things out, going after Sam, uh, doing various things. They yeah. did split apart when they disagreed about Corey, and that's when things started to, to shift a yeah, little I think, bit. I think it's but I also, but I also don't think that Anthony was seeing it that way. I don't think that Anthony was saying like Dane and me, it's the two of us and we're going to, we're going to make it to the end. And these guys are going to help us. Like, I don't think Anthony was. I thinking think that's that. true. I think, but I think Anthony was the best of them because he was the most self-interested. Like it was never about anybody in particular. It was about who can I get to take me to the end of the game? Because as you saw on the episode last night, he's like winning comps. Why would I win comps? Why would I study my days? Like he was, he always knew that he was going to need somebody to take him. To the right. End. Well, and that's the thing is like, it's totally, I'm totally down with what Anthony's whole thing about it's just him and only him. And he just needs to make these like relationships. Got it. Like that. I like that. But the fact that Dane is sitting there like crafting this thing about how him and Anthony are the two, if Anthony was feeling the same way, maybe I'd see it differently, but I just don't see that Anthony is viewing their, their alliance and their relationship the same as Dane is viewing it. And so 
I just, it makes me think that Dane doesn't understand what's go- been going on this whole time. I, I just, I don't, well, I don't, Karen, I don't do respect think, it. Do you think that it could be an instance of Dane, like being what Melissa said, like not knowing what he really wants to do. Like he kind of wants to take the pretty boys to the end, but he kind of likes Anthony and really wants to take him to the end. Like, I feel like it could be a party situation from big brother Canada too, where he like wants to do this and then changes his mind late. But he, like, he, he's sort of juggling. He's trying to not make a decision. Well, okay. So, so let me, let me give you the perspective that I have on this, having gone through Dane's game recently. Yes, and I'm sorry. I, I just want to say right up front before you start that I did not listen to that, that podcast yet. I plan to, because I want to hear it. You did it today, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. I, I, sounds good. Everybody listen to that podcast because I feel like that we could really gain some insight into Dane's game. Yes. Yeah, so so basically, I think from Dane's perspective, uh, he came into the game. He he fist pumped with uh, with Adam, but he really bonded with Anthony on day two. And he chose Anthony as the person he really wanted to work with within the pretty boys uh, more so than Adam and Mark. I think he was loyal to that. And he said as much to the cameras throughout many uh, times in the season and worked very closely with Anthony far more closely than with Adam. And in, in fact, in many points during the first you know half of the season, and he was lying to Adam about uh, about various things that Esty and Kiki were saying, where he told the truth to Anthony. Um, he said, Anthony, you need to watch out for Esty. She's saying your name. Uh, she's going after Adam. And he would go to Adam and say, oh, she's not going after you. No, definitely not. Um, he was telling the truth to Anthony, not to Adam or Mark. Um, he was working Mark and Adam at various points throughout the season, telling them, oh, we got to take each other. We we are each other's best shots. But he would always tell the cameras that he was going to take Anthony. He wanted to go to the final three with Adam and Anthony at that point in time because he was very confident that both of them would take him to the final two. Anthony. From Anthony's side of things, we don't know as much because Anthony did not talk to the cameras as much. But Anthony only ever talked final two with Dane until the Corey situation happened. And at that point, he started talking final two with other people. Um, I don't think he even talked final two with Corey. Um, it wasn't until uh, he decided he was not on board with Dane anymore after the Corey situation that he started to talk to Mark about some things i don't think he even ever really made a solid final two with mark um we yeah, know that he did so with that. kira um yes. eventually um and and then with adam and you know we saw what happened there but i do think that for the weeks leading up to the Corey eviction it really was dane and anthony working in tandem for a long time uh and then they did kind of split apart because their interests uh you know separated a little bit and then they eventually came back together with that big pitch uh that that dane made to say hey you know we've we've been going our separate ways but we need to come back together um and so that's what happened that's that's my perspective on it having just uh, gone through dane's uh dane's game here and and also i've been you know writing my notes for anthony's game right, right as right. well i think i think my issue with the whole thing is it's very reminiscent to me of when josh was like i'm i Paul and I and Christmas have had an alliance. This is a whole game. We've been working together. And Paul's sitting here on the other side like, no, we have not had it. Like, it hasn't been the three of us working together this whole time. Like, I've been using every single person here. And I had an alliance with every single person here. And it reminds me of that where it's like one person's like totally on board and is like, guess what? We fooled you. We've had an alliance this whole time. Just us. And the other person's like, well, we did kind of have an alliance, but I also was with other people at the same time. Like, and that's what it's reminding me of is like Dane is the Josh in this scenario. Not as bad, obviously, but just, you know, that's what it's reminding me of. And that's why I'm having a hard time being like, yeah, it's the two of them this whole time. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I think I definitely think you. that Dane and Anthony were working more together, much, well, much more closely than, more than Josh. Than and jo- yeah, I know, but it just reminds me of that I where know, one person is more invested in this this tight little group, and then the other person's like, "Well, I've got other things going on." But yeah, I was working with you. Well, because that's the thing. Dane is the one that had other things going on. Anthony is the one that was fully all in on Dane up until the Corey situation. Um, he had a couple of other allies. He hadn't even really worked on Mark until. Mark was HOH, uh, and, and that was the Corey situation. He had Corey, um, but that was mostly to protect Dane, that he had been working on Corey as an asset to use to benefit him and Dane moving forward, and that's one of the reasons why he was so mad uh, yeah. that Dane was taking That's why Corey thought Corey. Dane was going to vote to keep her, because they, yeah. they were working together. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that I'm probably being fooled a little bit by the uh, Corey week of it all, like when everything, quote-unquote, started to break apart and Dane and Anthony were on you know opposite sides of something because that's to me when the season really started to sizzle like like all of the stuff that happened like weeks one through seven I, it's not as fresh in my mind as the stuff that's happened more recently so uh yeah i i, I really want to listen to this podcast and 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 hear it because i think it I probably I probably need to actually. <laughs> yeah, and and I'll I'll make sure to uh, when I go over Anthony's game as well to uh, you know pinpoint those moments where they were really uh, working together. Are you, who are you uh, doing tomorrow? Coordinating things. I'm going to be talking about Anthony tomorrow. Oh thank God. Okay, good. So we have yes. time to evaluate. Exactly. Exactly. That's good. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so yes, uh, so that's, I, I do think that if Dane takes Anthony, that will be what he says. And, and that said, I don't think that, uh, that, that necessarily means that, uh, that Dane, like I could see this as Dane trying to be like the Derek in this situation being like, well, yeah, I would take Cody because because I beat Cody. Why wouldn't yeah. I take Cody? Uh, so if Dane takes Anthony, I think that that he will be like, oh, of course, I'm loyal. Um, but at the same time, he would be like, well, and I also knew I could beat him. Um, yeah, Melissa, I don't I don't always agree with you, but I, I do. I, I hear what you're saying in the Josh and Paul comparison. I don't think it, it's like terribly similar, but there are emanations of each one where I feel like that I see where you're coming from on that. And it does feel to me that uh, one person has a little bit more equity invested in the situation than the other, but and the other person has options. But at the end of the day, I do feel like they were probably the two most loyal people in the house to each other. And so um, I, I guess I'm a little fancy fencer on it. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, you know, this all comes back to will Dane actually take Anthony? And my answer is I don't know. I would probably lean toward him Yes, taking Anthony. And and, and and the reason I think that is because I do think that he feels like he can beat Anthony. I think that if he was looking at a decision where he really thought he could lose to Anthony, I do think he would take Kira. Um, but I think he feels pretty confident. And I think because of that, he might take Anthony. And if he doesn't take Anthony, I think it's because he's not confident he can beat him. And that's why he ends up cutting Anthony. I think he would love to have his cake and eat it too, if possible. Um, and so I... I, that's why I do lean toward him taking Anthony. But again, it's uh, it's all uh, like a, he, we saw in the episode. And he was like, this concerns me that he never touched the block. Uh, that could be him, him indicating to us that I don't really want to take him to the end. And that's why I'm giving him this statistic, because uh, it doesn't matter because he won't be there. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. Um, we also, of course, have Dane and Kira. I do believe this is genuine on Kira's part, that Kira will take Dane to the end. Um, but Anthony has been known to, 
I don't want to say control Kira's actions and decisions, but uh, maybe just say uh, that he does them for them. Maybe. Maybe that's the better way to say it. I don't know that he gets them to do them for him. Yeah. I'm just trying to come up with any other way to say he controls them because they don't like that. Yeah, I know they don't like that, but that's the truth. And I'm going to tell them that when they get out of the house. In fact, I think the odds are probably going to be blocked by Kira within a week of getting out of the Big Brother house. But I'll try and keep it full. I'll the, try. I, when I talked to Kira in the final three, I'm going to be like, hey, there's this guy. Brent, <laughs> you should block him immediately. Stop. Um. Stop. Stop. I'm trying. I'm just I like, but that's the real tea. Like, I'm sorry you were really manipulated by Anthony. Like, if you, I hope that they can recognize that when they get out of the house. Like, if you, like, the, the best thing you can say is, yeah, I'm sorry. I was manipulated by Anthony. He's so good. He got me. And I'd be like, oh, great. That's great. Mm-hmm. But if you try to do like the Devons of it all and try to explain it and uh, whatever. Okay. And say I, I make all my own decisions. Like, yeah. no. Sorry. Sorry. You, you were not controlling anything. Yes. No. Yes. Uh, so I do believe that Kira intends to take Dane, but you never know what Anthony can stir up if he is given the opportunity. So I would not put it past Anthony to be able to talk Kira into taking him at the end of the day. And he does have a final two with Kira as well, Anthony and Kira. I think neither of them are loyal to this final two at the moment, but uh, but we'll see what happens. Okay. So that's uh, that's what we've got. If, uh, if, if the final three is Dane, Kira, and Anthony, I think right now, Dane, I lean toward him taking Anthony. I think Anthony would take Dane, and I think that Kira would take Dane, but with the caveat of uh, Anthony might be able to change their mind when the feeds are down and we don't see it happen. Um, If Adam is in the final three, I believe Adam will take Dane, Dane will take Anthony, and Anthony will take Dane. Um, I believe that is uh, a lot more set in stone. It seems like most likely final two will be Dane and Anthony. I believe so. I believe so. It sounds like, yeah. I believe so. So that's what we have for you talking about the state of the house. Are you guys ready to get into the stock watch? I am. All right. Let's do it here. Uh, here we go. Here we go. We're going to start with Dane. Dane, who is our HOH, a guaranteed spot in the final three. He also won the veto. So he's, he's doubly assured. Yes. Of making that final three. Um, I I can I can start with Dane here. I feel very confident in Dane. I think that he is almost definitely sitting in the final two. The only way he does not sit in the final two is if Adam goes home and Kira wins the final three HOH and Anthony convinces Kira to take Anthony instead of Dane, even though that's not their current intention. That is very possible, but I think all other scenarios lead to Dane sitting in the final two. And if he is sitting in the final two, I do think Anthony has a very real chance. In fact, he might even be the more probable winner uh, against Dane, but I think it will be very close. And the fact that it will be very close tells me that uh, he has a very, very good and solid chance of winning this game. I personally gave Dane a nine out of 10. Melissa, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'm in agreement on that. I gave Dane a nine last week and I'm sticking with my nine. Uh, I gave Dane an eight last week and I'm actually sticking with my eight. I feel like that he has done some good things for his game and certainly it seems to, to for all, all outside appearances, to guarantee himself final two. So that's great. And I think he has a great shot to win. Um, I still think that Anthony is the favorite and if he makes the boneheaded move of taking Anthony to the final two and loses... 
I, I don't, I mean, like that will just be I, I, a mistake to end all mistakes. It will be like uh, terribleness. And I think it's very likely to happen. Uh, so I give him an eight and uh, I'm giving him a little bit of room to grow. Again, I do not view Dane as the favorite to win the game. I view Anthony as the favorite to win the game. I still can't believe you guys are believing Mark and what he said. And uh, Corey's voting for Anthony all day long and twice on Sunday. So come on. All right. Well, the audience is actually higher on Dane than Brent is. The audience gave Dane the coveted nine out of ten. Yeah. Uh, Good job, you guys. Yes, very, uh, very well, it's rare. Close. I mean, I could have given him a nine. I mean, it's close. I'm just saying that uh, I think he's too loyal to Anthony for his own good. Same way I gave Adam a little bit of a lower score than, than Taryn all season long because I always felt that Adam was too loyal to the pretty boys for his own good. Again, Adam was wanting to keep Dane in the house last week, trying to keep Dane in the house, and it's very likely that Dane is the cause of his eviction at Final Four. So explain that to me. Yeah, there you go. Well, Dane is going to average out here at a nine as he did last week. Now let's talk about Anthony who also averaged out at a nine last week, but with a higher percentage overall. Uh, Brent, you gave Anthony a 10 last week. You still think he's the favorite. Are you going to stick with your 10 this week? I am not sticking with my 10 this week. I'm going to give him a nine. I'm going to give him a little bit of room to grow. I think that uh, I am worried that when it ultimately, I always talk about this, like it's very easy to talk about things in theory and what you're going to do. But like, like I always said with Adam, if he's sitting there on eviction night on freaking block next to kira you're telling me that you're not gonna evict him like i always said that people said oh you're crazy brent please but i i knew what was gonna happen likewise with anthony i'm a little worried like if dane has the power in the final three and it's kira and anthony at the end and he's looking at the two of them and he can get rid of one of them and keep the other and sit and like you can literally sit next to kira are you kidding me uh, I, I feel like that that's not good for Anthony. That's not good for business. So I'm going to give Anthony a nine. All right, Melissa, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with my rating from last week and giving him a nine as well. I, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I said everything that I wanted to say about both these guys last week. Um, and I don't feel differently about them this week, especially with the lack of significant feeds. It's kind of hard to, you know, make it, change right. in my rating but i you know i still feel strongly that i i really do think that dan and anthony are likely going to be the final two in any scenario because you know if kira stays or if adam stays i i think that the odds are that dan and anthony will end up in the final two no matter what the situation and so i you know i think they're both playing really well yes i also went with a nine for Anthony. I feel like he has a great shot to win this game if Dane takes him. Uh, and and even if Kira wins, I do think he has a great chance of convincing Kira to take him, in which case I think he wins unanimously, almost. Uh, so um, I think that he has a great shot of winning this game. And so I gave him a nine out of ten as well. The audience, though, this time they are lower on anthony than uh than we were uh barely giving him an eight much lower on anthony than they were on uh on dane almost a full point below uh so that was surprising but yep. uh he's still going to average out at a nine in fact it's going to be the exact, exact same average there so uh i think that's fitting for our potential final two <laughs> definitely that is <laughs> so, that is odd to me that they would give anthony a lower they don't score. like him as much 
Yeah. They, they, just, they don't. They think he's condescending. They think he's misogynistic. They think he's a bit of an ass. Uh, I, I, I see uh, Banana in the chat always calling him Anthole. Uh, so uh, I know, right? Whatever. Like they don't. They don't like him. There's a lot of people that just don't like Anthony. Again, I. I, I don't see guys, why I like. Like, I'm- how often do we get the black? alpha on reality television it doesn't happen a lot i am so psyched to see this character on my reality television like appreciate it while we have it it's just yeah i also think that they don't cast this very often none of the people on this season have been bad people like i just i don't think any of them have come to the level of being a bad person or someone that i oh yeah i agree you know I what I mean? I just yeah, feel like, like the, there have yeah. been past seasons with like bullying and stuff like that yeah, where it's yeah, been yeah. like unacceptable to me where it's just like these are not good people. I'm very upset about this. None of these people on this season are bad people. And I think that I, I just think that it's a little harsh to sit there and maybe compare these people to some of the past people or say that they're bad people. And I, I just don't think it's appropriate in this situation. All right. Well, they're so Canadian. Uh, Melissa. Yeah, exactly. They're just so nice. <laughs> <laughs> They're still Canadian. Well, let's talk about Adam, who we think is probably evicted, but we can't be sure. And that will impact his rating, I'm sure. Uh, last week, he had an average of nine. I expect this to go down. Uh, Way Brent. Down. What do you yeah, think? this is really tough. Um, I did not. First of all, I'm not. I'm not using the paddle this week. Every, everybody's getting a score of two or higher for me. Uh, I gave Adam a three. And I still hold out a little bit of hope that he is able, like he's, he should be able to sniff this out. His spidey sense should be going off here. I even watched him on the feeds before they were cut saying to Anthony and Dane while they were in the kitchen, you know, hey, this is so great. We finally did this. Other alliances haven't been as good as us because they got tempted and they cut each other, but we're not going to do that, right? And, you know, and I don't think that he got as, much affirmation as he was necessarily looking for. Like he has to, you can tell when Adam's worried, like I said, whenever he's stroking his beard, he's worried. He should know that something's up here. I have to believe in that 45 minutes that they have to get ready for the eviction that he went to them and say, Hey, like you're, you're keeping me right. Like you're not going to blindside me. And I mean, like if he went to, the thing is, if he went to Dane, Dane might lie to him. Cause like we, we said, Dane can be a bit of a liar sometimes. Like he didn't even tell Esty for God's sake. Uh, so I don't know. He might not. He, if he goes to Anthony, I feel like Anthony would tell him. And in that time, I feel like he might be able to get him to change his mind. Maybe not, but but maybe so. So I feel like a three is warranted here. I, it's not. It's not a one. Yes, uh, I also gave Adam a three. Actually, okay. uh, I went with a three there because I do. F- I feel like there is a non-zero chance that Adam stays in the game at Final Four. If Adam stays in the game at Final Four, I think he has like a fifty percent chance of getting to the final two, and then yeah. another fifty percent chance of winning the game, and that's real close to winning the game. Uh, so you know, uh, maybe a small chance he stays at Final Four, but if he does big chance to win the game and so uh i think that gets him up there to a three uh for me um and so uh that's what i went with melissa what did you go with for Uh, adam i think i'm gonna be an outlier here okay be an outlier i have been many times i think i'm just gonna do it because i'm gonna give adam an eight because i i just 
I think that if he stays and I don't know if he'll stay, but I, I could see a situation where he convinces them to keep him due to their insistency on loyalty. Um, and so I think that if Adam does manage to stay and we've seen crazy things happen this season in terms of Dane staying and all that sort of stuff, I just think that if he stays, I could absolutely see him winning this game. And so I, I, I don't think he's drawing dead and I think he's playing just as well as he did last week and the week before. And I, I think that it's, it's unfair for me to give him a low score just because there's a possibility that he could go out. And I think that, well, let me stop you right there before you continue on, because it's not just about like, like I feel like playing wise, he's played pretty well, like just as well as he did last week, maybe just as good. But he had two chances to win competitions and he blew them both. I feel like that has to be held. He has to be held accountable for that. And also his position has worsened last than last week. Like last week, he won. It's the only visa. worsened because he's on the like he's on no, the block at the end. Been on the block like, before. I just feel like I, I think he's never that, been on the block on eviction night. I, when right, my, right. Here's the thing, though, is that when I'm calculating these ratings, I'm calculating by how well they're playing the game. And I don't necessarily think like, OK, did they win this competition? Did they not win this competition? I think that like last week, Kira won the HOH. And yet we all still rated her a one or they're, them a one. So I don't think that the fact that they were HOH really affected my analysis because it, it meant nothing to my analysis because they were playing so poorly. And I think that just because Adam didn't win, I think there's a chance for him to stay. And if there's a chance for him to stay, I don't think he's drawing dead. I, so I definitely won't rate him like a one or a two or whatever. Right. I, I think that if, if I were to rate him a five, to me, that means he's not doing anything. And to me, that means he's not playing very well. And I do think he's, I do think he's playing really well. And I think that there's a chance that when the feeds went off, something might've happened. I, I, I do I think that Adam is a good, a good player. And I think that he could pull something off if there is. So, you know, I just feel, I want to give him a, the rating that I would give him. Had I not had, I had there not been an eviction already, I, I would give him an eight because I would think there is a chance he can, he can pull something off and I, and I could see it in his future, him pulling it off. So that's why I'm giving him an eight. And I know it's weird. No, I love it. I, I just, it's great. I, I fucking love it, Melissa. No, no, no. Like the chat is going crazy, but I love the fact. I love the fact that they're going crazy because usually, like, I'm the person who's making them go crazy. Yeah, my ratings are usually just <laughs> yeah. a five straight across the board. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, boring reading. Don't knock it. I love the fact that you gave him an eight. Uh, it, it's it's your right to give him a score that you want, and I, I like for me, I feel like that. I've always said that Adam is too loyal to the pretty boys. I feel like that invoice is coming due this week, and that's why I lowered his score because he 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 walked this tightrope so far and continued to be loyal to this uh, idea that itself was not loyal back to him, and I feel like he has to pay for that in my rating. But I I understand where you come. Yes. So an eight from Melissa, threes from Brent and myself. The audience. What did the audience do? The audience kind of split the difference. The audience <laughs> went with a five. Okay. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. So what's that average out to be? <laughs> I think a five? <laughs> That's probably our weirdest rating we've had. I, it probably is. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think it's going to be a five. Yep, it's a five. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, Adam's going to average out there at a five for the uh, pretty good for, for a guy who's probably going home. <laughs> yeah, for a guy that could already be out of the house. Uh, <laughs> oh well. So oh. 
Let's talk about Kira, who was frozen last week because they got an average of one. We're changing uh, this for next week, uh, next year. I just want you guys to know, or at least I'm going to try. I'm going to try to get this changed for next week because I went to Taryn. I went to Alexandra. I wanted to buy Kira because they were at a one, and I felt like it was my only way to catch up, but they wouldn't let me do it because they said it was frozen. Again, I understand the, 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 the idea of freezing Kira where you can't sell them. Like if you bought Kira and they went down to a one, you shouldn't be able to sell them because that's the lowest it can go. But if I want to bet on Kira and their potential to win the game, I should be able to buy them at a one. Everybody else has the right to as well. So uh, I feel like next year we'll get this fixed. But for now, we couldn't allow it. So I could not buy any Kira. So I have to rate them accordingly in insofar as uh, how I view their game without me having any impact on it whatsoever. Right. Basically, the, the, the logic behind this when we came up with the rule was that because there's no zero... Because there's no zero rating uh, that, uh, you know, that one will essentially function as a zero in order to make things more exciting uh, so that people can actually go and drop and be, you know, be fro. They're worthless. They're worthless right. in the game. Um, and so and and part of that, too, is that price priced. It's 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 so low priced at one dollar. Uh, you know, it's it, the they're priced at one dollar because their chances to win the game are uh, are basically null and void um and they're so like the upside of buying at one dollar and then it goes up by you know two dollars because they've it's slightly increased their ability to win the game but if they haven't won the game the uh the benefit of that is dramatically higher than uh, than even just somebody priced at two dollars and so there's uh there's things that we have to work out in terms of how to make that work have somebody be priced at basically zero dollars and off the market maybe that we can give like uh we can have a fee for buying in and and you know kira would be you know cost maybe two two or three dollars uh something along those lines um if you really believe in them and you really think that they can win the game because then those shares will be worth 10 at the end and that's where the real value should lie um but we did make the rule prior to the uh, the season starting. We did. I just want you all to know that so. I fought. I fought for you guys. I tried to get Taryn change his mind. I tried to get out. Alexander- it, was, it wasn't about me changing my mind. I know. I know. That's the way we've done it all season. I just didn't like. I didn't like it back when Kiki was a one, and I was like, "Well, why can't I buy Kiki if I want to?" Like, I, but uh, I feel like we're, we're, what I want to what I want to just tell everybody is we will work on it. We're like we're trying to. This yeah, is we're like, always really, we're always changing. We're always we reiterating. We're trying bit. to make things better. Yes, we're trying to make things better. Uh, yes. But for now, uh, I gave Kira uh, as far as rating them goes. I gave them a three, and I do believe that their chances of winning the game are higher than what they were last week. If if we're saying that they were essentially null and void last week, they've certainly risen in my opinion because I was not previously aware that they had this much of a chance to win the game. Uh, I feel like things have changed a little bit where even though Mark's saying he won't vote for Kira at the end, I feel like there might be some people on the on the jury who might vote for Kira. Like, I, I agree with your assessment, though, about um, Adam uh, and Kira. Like, if that relationship hadn't dissolved and, and they had never betrayed Adam in the way that they did, I think their chances of winning the game would be much higher than it is right now. They so burned Adam. Like, he's going to be feel burned by Dan and Anthony if he goes home at four. He's also going to be feel burned by Kira. So it all like comes out in the wash. So I, I feel like a three is probably the best rating. I want to, I almost want to give them a two, but I feel like they're, since they're going to be in the house and probably Adam isn't, although again, who, who knows? Uh, I feel like I should give them not a, not a lower score. So I give them a three. Sorry. That probably didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Melissa, what do you think? 
Um, I'm going to give Kira a two because last week I gave them a one. I did not think they'd be around. Uh, I figured that this week they would absolutely get cut. I didn't think there was a chance that the three pretty boys wouldn't try and make their way to the end together. So now that that's even an option, um, I'm starting to think that their chances are certainly better than last week. Do I think their chances are great? No, but I do think there's a situation where there could be bitter juries. I mean, crazier things have happened. And lately we've seen a lot of bitter juries. So I could see a situation where Kira ends up getting the vote somehow. Um, If Kira does a, if Kira gets to the end of the game and gives like a Paris esque, you know, yeah, like uh, I was all uh, on my own. Kira, hear me roar kind of thing. I, I feel like there's a snowball's chance in hell that they could win the game. Yeah. And so because I think their chance is better, than last week, even though I don't think they are playing a good game and I don't think they're playing a winning game at all. And I think that they are playing just as bad as they did last week when they were HOH. Um, that's why I don't want to give any higher than a two, but because they have this little sliver of a chance, that's why I'm going to give them a two. Yes. Uh, I went a little crazy on Kira. I give Kira four. Um, okay. and, I give and Kira an eight. <laughs> I give <laughs> Kira a nine. Yeah. Uh, no, I give Kira four. And that's that's just because uh, I I do believe, and the reason I didn't give Adam an eight is because I think that he is very likely the person that left at the final four. And if that's the case, then Kira is in the final three. And if Kira is in the final three, uh, where Dane might take them to the end, because I think he might, uh, where they could win themselves to the end, uh, which I actually think might be worse for them. But still, sitting in the final two, uh, I have a hard time giving anybody a, a score less than uh less than four if they're sitting there in the final two um i i really do i feel like uh especially in the current climate of of juries and i really can see a scenario where adam is mad enough at uh, at the boys for betraying him where uh mark wants to be a wild card where uh where sam wants to vote for her friend where anthony is super mad at dane for betraying him at final three uh where damien who talked in the season about how he did not agree with the rest of the house guests that Kayla deserved to win because nicer people should win. Just because you lie does not mean that you should win the game. I could easily see Damien being somebody that casts a vote for Kira in that spot. I don't want to underestimate Kira's chances. Do I think Kira is going to win the game? No, that's why they're a four. It's they're below average i don't think they will win the game but uh i did give them a four it's maybe a little bit high but uh what can you do that's okay I, I by the way uh, some people in chat were a little confused i'm not comparing uh kira and paris's game obviously paris played a hell of a game much more so like it's not even in the same universe as what kira is doing but i'm what i'm trying to say is if their presentation in the final two is in the same vein as paris or kayla uh and you know like I, I, obviously Kira is non-binary, so I'm trying to make this make sense for you guys. Sort of like, I felt like Paris was like, I am woman, hear me roar. It's us two in the final two. Like if they can have a moment, they need a moment in the final two. If they can get the audience behind them. I feel like they can win the game. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like they could sit there and say something like, you know, about how it, with this 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 season was dominated by men and yeah. you know but look at me i was able to fight my way uh, yes. tooth and nail on like my that. own with like no one else was helping me i lost my allies early in the game you know that sort of thing um 
And then if the audience gets behind them, you're right. Like if you, I mean, I'm sure that that had an impact last season when they heard the jury and the audience cheering and going nuts over Paris's um, speeches. I think if that were to happen, you know, that could be something significant. The one thing is, is that do I see the audience or the jury, you know, cheering for them like they did with Kayla or with Paris? I don't know. Audiences are stupid. I feel like they can be <laughs> manipulated into anything. I'm sorry, but they are. Uh, the chat is like, no, Brent, no. Look, I'm not saying that I want Kira to win the game. Obviously, I don't. But I feel like it's my job to give them the like to present the best argument that they can. I did this with Karen in Big Brother Canada 5. I'm like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to take up the mantle for Karen and give her this is what she needs to say. This is what she needs to do. And this is the scenario that needs to happen for her to win the game. Same thing with Kira. If they have a moment on stage and they say, like when Melissa said, go for it. The season was, you know, supposedly ruled by men, but I made myself here. I'm the first non-binary house guest in the history of Big Brother Canada. And I got myself to the end with all of my allies leaving me. I deserve to win this game. I fought my way, you know, just like a bunch of, is it a bunch of BS? Yes. But. But could you, yeah, you could. You could argue it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and to be clear, like uh, if we want to like compare this, like uh, I believe I gave uh, Casey an eight in the final final round of the stock watch in Big Brother 20. I would have given Karen a one. Personally, I would have felt a lot more comfortable with that. I felt like there were, that she really had no chance. I would have given somebody like Josh a seven, probably. Uh, I, I knew I you th- hated Karen, by the way. I'm going to tell her that. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> what can I do? I I was right like you were right <laughs> by the way not to like not to interrupt did you see that Ika tweeted about you I, did she she did I yeah, she I, subtweeted you because she shall, didn't oh even tag you she in it tag you in it yes in <laughs> fact uh i i shall i shall bring it up here because i, oh I, want, to, I want to tell you what Ika had to say about you taryn she obviously watched the show last night uh it's in my likes here uh, so where is it at? I'm looking for it. Uh, oh, for the record, this is what she says. Ika Wong, uh, 11 hours ago, for the record, at One Lucky Gay, has never thrown Taryn under the bus with me, LOL. Print doesn't have to. I've seen the show. <laughs> oh my God, that's so great. Yes, she's <laughs> subtweeting, shading you, Taryn. That well, is what happens to you with Ika. <laughs> I mean... I what, what what can you do? I mean, uh, yeah, you got to feel honored. I I, I kind of am. I mean, Look, Ika has never even said my name once. So yeah. you know, I, I mean, mean you I mean, feel good about it. clearly, God. Uh, wait, wait, Brent. This is important. Did she spell my yes. name right? I think she, she did. She did, but she didn't capitalize it. I just, okay. I she did. <laughs> did, did she capitalize anything? Uh, she uh, she capitalized my name. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, at least she knows my name. No, it's still it's still so weird to me that like uh, players like still like actually care about what I have to say. Ike is a fan, man. And she watches. Well, she was I'm sure she was watching because her girl Karen was on last night. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, look, what can I do? I you know, it, it is it is weird. Like I I do find myself in a position where I really like people. I, I like I do. I like Karen's great. I would love for Karen to like me. I would love for Ika to love me. Uh, like that would be fantastic. But it was, so I find myself in a position where I'm like, oh, I hate that I don't think they played that well because uh, <laughs> it would be a lot easier to, uh, to 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 interact with these people if that were the case. But uh, yeah. what can you do? What can you do? What can, what can you do? Um, okay. Sorry, did we give? Did you give Kira? You gave a Kira score, and what yes. did the audience have to say about Kira? 
The audience gave Kira a three. Okay. So the audience is with me. Yes. Yes. Also, yeah, they're with me. Yes. So not with you and not with you, Melissa. They're with me. <laughs> now, whatever. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> well, uh, that I believe is going to make Kira a three. And so uh, Kira is going to be lower than Adam, which is fair, I think. Which is fair. Yeah, um, with the likelihood that Adam will likely be leaving, and my yeah. reading was mainly just uh, just wishful thinking. Yes, likely. and, and I know pe- people are like, "Oh, Taryn thinks Ica played bad." No, I just didn't think she played like amazing. I, you know, she, you know, like, what are we gonna do? Uh, also, I think she, I think she didn't like me before Big Brother Canada Five. I think it was, um, yeah, because I put Ike at the top of my list of returning people, like that. Yeah, were that's what it was. That yeah, come back and Taryn was like, "Nah." No, no I had Ica. I had Ica on my list as well. It was that yeah, it was I didn't, number one. Though. It, it was that I, right. I think Ica was like number two on my list, uh, which was not good enough. Yeah, and then also, I, yeah. what I said was that i didn't think ika would uh, would do well um on a potential upcoming season yes uh based on her prior performance <laughs> i didn't think that was something that would happen and i was wrong she did very well so uh you know she probably did it me. just to prove you wrong like yeah. hi taryn look i did well <laughs> <laughs> you were wrong uh so <laughs> there you go um so kira is gonna be a three there um, and that's what we have for the Stockwatch, but we can reveal the decisions that were made here. Oof. Um, Oof. <laughs> what a nightmare. What now, happened, Melissa? Okay, we'll start with Melissa. I have to look up what so, I did, but so I'm pretty where, sure I know. Where were you before? You, you owned who and how much money did you have? Oh, you had more money than me. I know that. I had six Adam, two Anthony, and seven Dane. Okay. And then I bought. Two Adam. Two more Adam. Two more Adams. <sighs> yes. yes. But but I this is why it's good that I diversified my portfolio because even if Adam leaves, I'm not out yet. I've got I still have Danes and I still have some Anthony's. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Melissa did lose a little bit of money here. Um, went from 158 last week to 146 this week, despite getting $20 uh, as a as a stipend. Um, so that's uh, that's money lost on Adam. Thirty two dollars lost on Adam. Um, I wait. I, I think I should probably go first. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. There, there, there's a there's a rhythm to this because I uh, <laughs> also. Bought Adam. <laughs> I also decided to buy Adam. In fact, I bought so much Adam that that's all I have is Adam Ooh, stock right now. Whoa. I, I bought, I said to Alexandra, first I tried to buy 138 shares of Kira, then that didn't go through. And I was bitching about that. And then I said, fine. So I said, sell all my Mark stock uh, and buy 100. Oh, that's sorry. That's my Kira's thing. <laughs> I said, I was so irritated at the end. Usually I know how many. Uh, shares I can buy. I just said to Alexandra, buy as many Adam shares as I can. That's what I said too. I literally was like, I don't even want to calculate it. Just I, buy some, buy whatever I, I, Adams I, I can buy. You ended, ended up buying 15 shares. I, I bought 15 shares of Adam. That's what I did. I bought 15 shares of Adam. That's all I own, by the way. Yes. And you lost. Been, you lost. Moving, sorry. No, I, I had been moving my money around to various, like I had them in single house guests as you go along. Mm-hmm. And it's been working for me, even though you guys have been shading me. It's been, I feel like it's been okay. Like I haven't really, like really taken a big hit up until last week, but last week combined with this week, man, oh, 
I went down the shutter. Like uh, I've got 15 shares of Adam. He went from what previously was a nine down to what? What is he now? A five. A five? Oh, so he didn't go down as much, but he basically my value was cut in half. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, if 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 uh, if we had learned that Adam was out of the house, then he would have he been gone broke. Um, but Adam's a five. And so you are going to retain uh, you're going to go from one thirty eight to ninety eight dollars. You're going to lose sixty dollars total on now, your Adam are, shares. What are we doing going so going ahead? Because we're going to have an eviction on Wednesday that we don't know what happened. And then we're going to have an eviction on Thursday. So I, can I sell Adam before Thursday or am I screwed? Because we've been doing this on Thursday. Yes. Yeah, so, so you, we, uh, you can sell Adam. You need to get your final uh, purchases and s- sales in before the, uh, the finale on Thursday. So that's around, you know, get it in by 3 PM Eastern. If you can, uh, as long as the spoilers don't, don't get out, you're, you're probably okay. But, um, you know, you will be able to sell Adam. It's just, it's a, it's an, un- an unfortunate situation where yeah. this is not, you know, totally concurrent with how we've played before where right. you'll know for a fact that Adam is gone right. if that is the case. Um, but, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot we can do unless we At like, least uh, do a daily everybody. update. So everyone, yeah. so again, get in your shares and your purchases before, three o'clock on uh thursday even if we see on wednesday night that adam is the one evicted obviously you know what to do get rid of him before before he actually goes off the board uh so uh that's what i'm probably going to do and uh i'm still like uh i'm just ready to say like uh taryn congratulations you're the one <laughs> like uh, i know there's, it's no, over way there's no possible way point. there was a way if i if you had to defend against kira there was a way that i could catch you but I am so I it, it's honey. It's over. It's over. Well, well, actually, uh, I, I figured that Mark would be the way if Mark ended up staying because it did look like he might uh, have a chance based on uh, how the feeds went down. Um, so I actually I actually intentionally did not buy Mark to leave a little bit of an opening, but that uh, didn't didn't happen. Uh, so I, I had an interesting situation where uh, basically I could either try to just further increase my lead or just try to hold on to my lead as much as possible, because if I go all in on anybody in particular and they all they fall then i i'd lose a a significant amount so what i ended up doing is i i split my money between the three guys uh equally for the most part i bought uh, 19 shares of anthony 18 shares of adam and 18 shares of dane um so that is going to uh lose me a fairly significant amount of money in adam because uh, uh Dane and Anthony did not go up. So I'm going to actually lose the most amount of money. Uh, well, the three of us well, here well, at, welcome uh, to the club. <laughs> yes. The first real time I've, uh, I've lost any, uh, any real amount of money, but it's, you know, I had to, uh, I, I, cause I was defending. Uh, defending. what are you going to do? I get it. Um, so I lost $72, but my total is going to remain here at 460 overall. So, uh, <sighs> I, I had to. Well, I'm curious to see whoever this person is that's been ahead of you in the patron group, yes. whether or not what, what happened to them moving forward. Well, that was that was that was my real dilemma was that I was like, do I want to try and compete with Beast from Reddit or <laughs> do I want to make sure I win the LFC version? And, uh, uh, you know, I just love like I'll give it up to you for a second. I love the fact that you're only competing against me and Melissa, basically. But you're like, in essence, beating every single living patron and there are a lot of them who are playing this game that you're so good at this that you're and just people from the subreddit yeah exactly so except for one person like i want one person person. from the subreddit i want to know who this person is come forward 
Yeah, so there were there were two there were two times during the season. It was the first double eviction and this one where instead of going for uh, trying to make money, I tried to defend. And both of those times were where I did not make a significant amount. And I uh, that's that's where Beast overtook me the first time. And uh, I'm sure he'll he will overtake me this time as well, uh, even more. But uh, what are you going to do? Beast has played very, very well. And uh, we got to give it up to him if if, if they end up uh, winning this this uh, whole thing for the Reddit, the Redditors and yeah. uh, and all. Also, of course, who ends, whoever end up, ends up winning the patron what the Redditors group. have to say about Melissa giving Adam an eight. Like, <laughs> they're gonna. I think I saw the chat and they're like, "Thank you," because they're like me and they bought Adam. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, I had yeah. to go out there with my rating. I never really go very far out there, so decided to go for it. Yes. And I have faith in Adam. I believe in him. Okay. Uh, with you. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, so I am going to retain my lead at four hundred and sixty dollars uh, of net worth. Brent is, uh, or sorry, Melissa is in second place with one forty-six, and Brent is in third place with ninety-eight. This is why this is this is why I didn't go to try to go for broke, because like if I lost everything and lost the stock watch and then also Anthony won the game and I lost the draft after being so in the like, uh, I'd never hear the end of it. So I was just like, I can't I can't uh, well, do it. Uh, you, you, you've played well uh, for the stock watch. I have not like this is terrible. You guys like I used to day trade like when I first met Jay, he had me day trading for him. I have been given twenty dollars every week. And yet, how much money do I have, Karen? Sorry, 98? Is 98. That what yeah, so uh, the terrible idea to let me invest. This is a bad <laughs> idea. I, I did terrible. <laughs> yes, and uh, over the, so this is over the course of nine weeks. You've been given, I believe, $180. And and magically so turned that into half. About half of it. Was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Only me, ladies yeah. <laughs> reality reacts in the chat says beast is Taryn's burner account to keep the game competitive <laughs> <laughs> I could uh, actually see that <laughs> Taryn's like who's this beast guy and then on the last night he's like it was me all along That'd be great. <laughs> oh I should have done that <laughs> uh, you think you can't compete with me no one beats Taryn <laughs> that's such a good idea oh man <laughs> Um, <laughs> great fan <fiction> <laughs> all right uh and i would i would have been able to, to trade freely too so it would have worked um all right so uh so that's what we have for <laughs> the stock watch um so how this works is that uh we you now you, the bank is is unlimited you can bank as much money as you want um but you can also invest in the players as much as you want and so uh if you invest in a player you buy shares of that player that player will buy out at ten dollars so you will make a uh, a significant amount of profit uh, depending on the current price of the player so uh unfortunately for this season uh it's nine dollars each for dane and anthony so if they win you will only make one dollar on each share but if you buy Kira shares uh, at three dollars a piece, you'll make seven dollars per share on Kira. So that's a massive upside. I imagine that uh, anyone who is significantly behind uh, in any competition is going to just go all in on Kira. Uh, I, I think we know who those people are. Um, but also, oh, so let me actually let's do the math here uh, very quickly. Um, if 
Uh, so I have $98, and Alexandra says that my $20 that I get for next week is included in that. I think that's what she said. Yes, I believe that is the case. Okay, so I have $98, and Kira is currently at $3, so I can buy 32 shares of them. So 32, if they go up to $10, would be $320, but that still doesn't get me anywhere near what you have. You know, I, I, we, uh, let's, what? let's, uh, let's do the math and, uh, on the finale night uh, oh, okay. to see Sorry. who wins. Um, uh, so let's, uh, let's unless just do you, that. Unless you go down. If you go down. Yes. You make a mistake, then. Yes. I could, I could make some mistakes here. So, uh, it's, it's still live, still live. Uh, all right. So that's what we have for the stock watch. We do have a couple of other, uh, of other things to talk about here. Um, we, I asked some questions. Uh, first was, how would you rate the episodes of Big Brother Canada this week? The answer was a uh, 6.7. I thought the episodes were really good this week. Yeah. Not it's only good. did they accurately represent, I think, what was going on, but they were also entertaining. Entertaining. They gave Anthony some diary rooms. They let him like embrace the villain role, the heel mm-hmm. role a little bit. Uh, but he did it with like a wink in his eye, which I feel like you have to do. Rob's talked about this before. It's the Dr. Will of it all where you're like winking at the audience and letting them know that they're, yeah, you're doing some shady things and lying to some people and betraying and backstabbing. But the audience is with you like they're in on the gag. So uh, mm-hmm. I do feel like that that helps him a little bit. I feel like it's also why somebody like Dr. Will and, and you know, later Dan in Big Brother 14 are a little bit more respected by the audience or liked by the audience rather than somebody like Russell on Survivor because Russell's not talking directly to the audience, whereas these guys are. So I do feel yeah. like that, that gains Anthony a little bit of credibility and likability with the audience, even though you guys don't like him as much as other people. Like, for example, the little, like, the shrug he did, like, look what I did. I thought that was pretty funny. I I thought it was very endearing. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, the episodes, they continue to rise in the ratings from the audience. And I would I would agree. I think that the the episodes have been very good. I've been giving the episodes high rate. I I rate all episodes of all shows that I watch all the time. And uh, I've been giving Big Brother Canada some good ratings. And honestly, that's. It's kind of rare for Big Brother Canada. Um, so, yeah. Uh, um, I asked you to rate the feeds this week, and the feeds managed to get a 5.7, which is actually a pretty decent rating compared to the rest of the season, which I think goes to show just how much goodwill the show has at the current moment because of the fact that there weren't many feeds to watch. <laughs> Um, and uh, how would you rate the season as a whole so far? We are at a 6. Out of 10. Okay. So uh, I feel like that's okay. Like, I feel like I've gotten more into the season as it's gone along. I'm not going to lie. As long as Kira doesn't win, it's probably an eight out of 10 for me. It's a, it's a pretty, it's pretty good. I mean, like it's gotten better. It's, it's, it's gathered steam as it went along. I, I talked with this, uh, with a few different people on Twitter. I think I had an open discussion on Twitter with Arissa where we were like, you know, when we were talking about big brother 19 and Josh winning, like, would we rather have a season where it's a boring season and you have an interesting end game? Or would you rather have an interesting season like Big Brother 20? We talked about this on the podcast. Big Brother 20, where it was an interesting for the first two thirds, but the last one third of Big Brother 20 was a real slog, you guys. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd rather have the former. I'd rather have an, in, an interesting end game. And I, I feel like, I, I don't know, I feel like the audience is mostly with me on that, but, but I may be wrong. I do feel like it leaves a better taste in your mouth when the end game is good versus, you know, by the end of Big Brother 20, I was like, Oh, get the season over with. And I feel like that left a bad taste in my mouth, um, especially with the result. Um, So I I do think that happened. Yeah, it's pretty, 
outrageous, but <laughs> I, I, I do think that like the fact that this has had such a good end game is really good. And I think that if I'm rating for the past three weeks, I would rate it this season, like an eight out of 10. But I think that if we're considering everything that's been going on, I would not nearly rank it this high. I just feel like the first like two thirds of the season I was, was beyond bored, like yeah. beyond. And if I wasn't podcasting, I probably wouldn't have paid attention to the feeds and I probably would have just paid attention to the episodes. And to be honest, it probably wouldn't have really made a difference. So I, I just do, I feel like this season is not a good season for me. May, not because there was bad gameplay or something like that, but just because like I didn't care. And I think that's the problem is like, by the end of it, I do care and I do like the gameplay and it is fun to watch. But it, for the first you know, the we could have gotten rid of everyone all in one like fell swoop, just like, okay, let's get rid of everybody who's not playing, which is almost everybody. And then let's have the real people play. And that's what's entertaining for me. So, you know, the season overall, not great for me, but the past three weeks, great. Jordan in the chat says that the LFC made the first six weeks interesting. So Aww. thank you, Jordan. You're so We're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also asked the audience to rank the players from your favorite to your least favorite. Uh, and there's only four people left. Oh, uh, let me guess. Let me guess. Can I guess? Yeah, what, go ahead. What, what's the way the audience ranked them? I think they ranked Adam as number one Correct. by a long shot. I think they ranked Dane number two. Mm-hmm. Correct. I feel like they ranked Anthony number three. Yep. Correct. Aaron number four. Yep. 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 What, was the, what was the drop off by... Uh, it's actually pretty even. Um, wow. You know, it was uh, so ba- the numbers here. Uh, the uh, Adam had a three point four. Uh, Dane had a two point eight. Anthony had a two point four, and then Kira had a big drop off at one point two. Yeah, yeah. I don't and know how they score those, Kira. but that's the number. And there's Kira. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Whoever put that together, that and then there's Mark, and then and to the theme of Maud. That was mm-hmm. like that was like you were you were channeling me when you did that. That's great. <laughs> Uh, so I also did uh, rank the players from your favorite to your least favorite. All of the players. Canada's favorite. Canada's favorite player. Hmm, um, sure. So this Probably is an Damian interesting number one. one. Well, Adam could be <laughs> or number Adam. one. Or Adam. A lot I of sympathy Adam, for him. Adam yeah. pulling forward. Oh, who do you think is number one, Melissa? Damian or Adam? I would say Adam. I would say Adam as well. Adam was, in fact, number one uh, right. with a fairly significant lead over the rest of the field at, the, at that point. Um, so, yes, Adam, number one. Damien did come in second place. And then Sam. Just barely above Sam. All right. Who was just barely above one other player. Who do you think that was? Dane. Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm trying to think of who is beloved. Um, wow. Maybe Chelsea, Chelsea for social uh, media. I don't know. Who is it? It was Dane. It was Dane. All right. Yes. Yeah. It was Good Adam, job. Adam up in front, and then Damien, Sam, and Dane neck and neck at uh, two, three, and four. Uh, then another drop off, and we have Chelsea. Okay. Chelsea okay. there. Uh, then Anthony uh, at uh, number six overall. I mm-hmm. believe. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then after Anthony, bit of a drop off and we get uh, Eddie. Oh. Really starting to uh, pull from the pre-jury at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie and then Kiki and Esty neck and neck right behind Eddie. Uh, Kiki just a hair ahead of Esty. Then another big drop off and we get Kaylin. Uh, followed by Mark. 
Kaylin deserves better, man. Kaylin was good <laughs> TV. I wish she had stayed in the house longer. Damn it. Put her yes. back on All-Stars. Give her, give her a slot on All-Stars. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> uh, after Mark is Mackie. Who? <laughs> and uh, the bottom three here. Uh, I, I can give you I'm going to give you the names out of order and I'm going to have you guess the order here. We've got Laura, Corey and Kira. Laura. Kira, Corey. I think, what do you it's think Corey and then Kira has a few people that like them. And then I think Laura, because she's such a non-entity of the season, is probably the, the least. Corey uh-huh. is third to last. Yeah. Followed by Laura. Oh, OK. With really? a bit of a drop off. Wow. And then Kira. <laughs> garbage. No way. That's hilarious. Like, Kira is so despised. Uh, mm. And, like, and just, like, just to, you know, address the elephants in the room, like, it has nothing to do with the fact that they're non binary. It has nothing to do with the fact that they want to be addressed as them or there. It's because they are absolutely insufferable in the house. That is the reason why we can't stand them. That's the reason why the chat absolutely cannot entertain the idea of Kira winning the game. It uh, it just sucks because there was a point in time when I feel like Kira was on an upwards trajectory in terms of being liked. And I think that people were really, I, I was rooting for them. And I felt like there are one chance to go against the pretty boys and, and they have the best read on the house. And like, mm-hmm. this is who we need. Yeah. And then the second they get the opportunity, they get sucked up into Anthony's spell and i just it's just yeah that it was, was a that disappointment. was disappointing yeah. just just two weeks ago kira was fourth out of seven in the uh in the ratings above yep. Esty, anthony and mark anthony Sweet. right now is number six overall uh and kira had him beat by a decent number two weeks ago um prior to that point they had been at the bottom for a very long time they had a spike of hope and then they put adam on the block and they plummeted (laughs) (laughs) so what are you gonna do um so uh let's see we can uh, i've got a few more of the before you go on to your few more i just want to address that really quick i agree with the chat uh when teacher in the chat says that kira was okay when they were friendly with adam i feel like that when they betrayed adam that's when they that's when yep. they lost everybody they lost the strategic game and they lost the, the audience yeah they lost me they, too when at they that were point with, in we time. love adam and when they when they betrayed adam for no reason whatsoever and didn't even it wasn't even a smart time, reason for, it wasn't even for, smart just for good tv to, to, to betray Adam like that. Everyone just turned their back. And just because somebody, just because you say a move is a big move over and over again, doesn't make it a big move. Mm. Especially when you <laughs> don't end up doing what you said you were going to do in the first place and kept oh. both Adam and Dane in the house. Yeah. Very dumb. Uh, I asked who, who is best for Dane to evict this week at the final four, Adam, Anthony, or Kira. People said Adam. Adam was the right move for Dane to go after. Uh, I asked who uh, to rank the players in order of who is strategically best for Dane's game to leave off the block this week. And uh, surprisingly, I don't know if, if I sold this or, or what, but uh, people actually said Anthony was the right choice to leave off the block um, so. this week. I feel like because they're in agreement about what to do. I feel like that's yes. he's, an, he's an instrument of Dane's in this particular instance because they're in agreement. So that's why mm-hmm. they think that it's best for Dane to leave Anthony off the block. Uh, I also asked who should Anthony evict in this position? He can either evict Adam or Kira. Who should he evict for his game? And 60% of people said Adam was the right call. Uh, 40% said Kira. 
Mm, yeah, I think those forty percent of people are wishing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did ask also, who do you want to be evicted this week? And I am pretty sure this is the highest percentage of responses I have ever gotten on this question. Ninety-five percent of <laughs> oh people said they would like to see Kira evicted this week over mm. Adam. So yeah. close, man! All Adam had to do was win that freaking veto or win the HOH. All he had to do was win one or the other. Like again, we remember we were talking about this last week, and I was like, "He's going to have a chance to win HOH." And veto on on in a competition that he has to be at least favored or even with in with Dane, and he he didn't win either one of them. That is amazing to me that he did not win either one of them. I thought I thought for sure he'd win one or the other. He's yeah. so good. That is something to briefly talk about. It's something that I touched on in the Dane recap, which is that uh, if Dane wins the the fi- the final HOH, uh, he will have won seven competitions total, and I believe his percentage will either be seven out of fifteen or seven out of sixteen. Either way, it's going to be very very close to Adam's percentage. He is also going to take uh, a, a spot above Kevin and Dimitri if that happens, and so. When we consider that and we consider the fact that I can cite at least three examples of Dane throwing intentionally throwing a competition, I think that maybe Dane is actually just better at competitions than Adam is overall. Um, Adam has beaten Dane in one veto, uh, but Dane, I believe, has placed better than Adam in more HOH competitions than uh, than than Adam has over Dane, although I do think it was kind of close. But I do think I think Dane just has a better uh mind for the uh, the question comps i think that he is almost as good physically uh in some cases he is is it uh, has an advantage because he's smaller in some cases he is at a disadvantage because uh he is smaller um but i i feel like i feel like dane might be the true comp beast of the season he just threw some of those competitions and so uh didn't really have the chance to show it as much because he chose not to okay all right well the the chat is saying that uh uh, actually, I don't even know if that's true. But uh, the one thing they are saying is that Dane said the veto was designed was quote designed for short people. That's what Dane said. Mm-hmm. So the well, chat is not loving production right now. But uh, that's right. the not veto before that was designed yeah. for tall people. Yeah, exactly. So like, come on, give me a break. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so something's gonna favor something some way or the other. Yes. So uh, so now I asked. Uh, I, what I did here is I gave. Uh, all of the possible scenarios for final two. And I asked you where the jury votes are going to lie. Now I want to go over the more, the most likely scenarios um, first, and then we'll kind of gloss over the rest of them and how those fared. Um, So the first thing I want to, uh, to go over is let's say Dane wins the HOH and he takes Anthony to the final two. Um, I think this is the most exciting one. So I want to start here. Um, So the question was, Dane wins the, the final HOH. He takes Anthony cutting, uh, cutting Kira, uh, cutting Kira. Um, so in that, in that spot, who do we think will vote for who? The first person, Sam. Uh, the audience pretty overwhelmingly said that Sam would be a vote for Dane. Yeah. Do we agree with this? I agree with that. I probably agree with that. Well, because I also think it, it, it then means that Anthony cut adam right if this is the scenario then i also think that might affect things because dane was like i don't i can't vote so yeah but he was gonna tell yeah but but melissa he said he he said and this is the worst thing he could do dane said he was going to sit adam down 
you know, in the coming days with Anthony and tell them that they are, they, they are cutting him. If yeah, that's a bad idea. Then that was a bad idea. I could see a situation where Sam and Adam are like, well, we're pissed at Anthony. And so yeah. we're voting for Dane. I could see a situation where Adam is pissed at Dane and uh, goes to the round ta- the jury round table and talks to Sam and is like, no, no, no. Anthony is the best player to step foot in this game. He said as much on the feeds. Uh, so I could definitely see that happen. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say I do think Sam votes Dane, but I think it's open. I think that there, I think that it depends on how Adam comes out of the house. If, if he comes out at four uh, and is betrayed by Dane and he is mad at Dane, then I do think there's a chance that Adam could flip Sam as well over to Anthony. But I think that chance is not greater than the chance that he comes out of the house and Sam is a vote for Dane. Anyway, um, so I I am with the audience. I think Sam is a vote for Dane. That's one. Second vote is Corey. Uh, Even more overwhelmingly, 96 percent of the audience says Corey is a vote for Anthony. And I agree. Mm -hmm. Esty, 96 percent say is a vote for Dane. Yeah. To which I I also agree. I also agree. I just want to say that even though we're saying you know, it looks obvious one way or the other, like, dude, juries are unpredictable. I remember last mm-hmm. season, like thinking like, you know, the, the, who are the, the dingoes or the, the two, what <laughs> the were they ding- called? The dingoes. You know, the dingoes. Sorry. The dingoes. The dingoes. Uh, I remember thinking that I knew exactly what they were going to do. And Johnny. Not so. And Johnny, like still bitter juror. Hello. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but love you, John. Uh, next up is Damien and about 80%. This is the lowest percentage so far. People are a little less sure about Damien. 80% say Damien goes for Dane. And I think I once again am going to agree. That one's tricky. It is tricky. He did tell me. It depends if he's still mad. Yes. He, he, when I talked to Damien, he was mad, but he did rank Dane above Anthony. Now he was close to Corey. If he goes to the jury house and they reignite that relationship and Corey is very pro Anthony, that could make a big difference. And that matters because this is going to be a close vote. Mm -hmm. So I do think Damien leans toward Dane. But I I could see just like with Sam, potentially, I could see him go toward Anthony as well. And uh, honestly, this is one of the votes I am the least sure about uh, with Damien. I think he could go. He could go anywhere. I agree. So right now, the audience has uh, three to one Dane in the lead. Um, next up is Mark and, uh, people are even less sure about Mark. 67% say Mark is a vote for Anthony. Melissa agrees. I think so. I also agree. I have him down as a vote for Anthony. Yes. I think that in this scenario, because Dane has taken Anthony and cut Kira, I do believe that he probably gives his vote to Anthony or at the very least is inclined to give his vote to Anthony, but I think it might also matter where the rest of the votes lie. I think that if he knows Anthony isn't going to win, he is somebody that might want to throw his vote toward the winner. Uh, so 
I think that if Dane has four other votes and Mark was one of those votes for Anthony, I could see Mark going over to Dane and being the fifth vote for Dane. I do think that's a possibility in my mind. Um, so <laughs> for those of you who are not listening or who are listening to the audio version, uh, the video version is something to behold because the chat is going crazy over the fact that Melissa is keeping track of who's voting for who with her fingers. They think that you've been partaking of some some alcohol melissa well, have i have not but i am i am sleepy <laughs> it's it's not just that she's keeping track with her fingers it's that she's dancing with her fingers the whole time uh. i used to do this with my family and i would watch survivor when i was like 10 years old and it was like we'd we'd always be like one boat oh and then we'd like hold up their fingers but yeah oh boy uh, so next up is adam uh, if if Adam is if Adam is out in this scenario, where would his vote go? Uh, the audience again, not super sure about this one. Sixty seven percent say Adam is a vote for Dane. They say that Adam is a vote for Dane. What do you guys think about that? I no, I kind of think Adam would vote for Anthony, and it's not because I wanted to. I think that he could vote for Dane, but he has also made no bones about the fact that how good Anthony is and how good he views him and how he's like the best player that's ever mm-hmm. walked the earth. And he and he was there, there's no reason for him to lie in this specific instance. Like I really do believe that Adam feels this way. Also, if he feels like Dane is on board with cutting him after. Uh, he would have taken Dane to the end of the game. I think he'll be mad at Dane for that. Yeah, I, I think I, I think Dane is a vote for Anthony. I think uh, he would vote for Anthony. And but boy, this is close. I feel like this is going to be decided by Damian, Adam, and Kira. Those are the three people that I'm I'm least confident about. Yeah, and I am also very on the fence about this. Uh, I think it's very possible that Adam does does go against Dane. And one of the main reasons I feel that way is because of what he said in the house about Anthony being the best player he's ever seen. However, Adam has also talked to Dane about how he will definitely vote for him to win in the end, no matter what. That was under the guise, though, of him taking him to the final three. Very yeah, true. I think, very true. I think that he'll be most upset with Dane. So the, so the question becomes, will Adam vote? Uh, I think that if he votes for Anthony, it will be because he's mad at Dane and not necessarily because he definitely respects Anthony's game more. I think the fact that he respects Anthony's game is just a great reason to go along yep. with his bitter feelings toward Dane. Um, but uh, but Adam, he, he is he is hot headed. But he's also the guy that then hugs Anthony and says, hey, we're brothers. So uh, it's really a question of, is this the final straw? And I am not sure. I'm not sure. I I Uh, also think Adam loves the game so much and respects the game. And I think that I think he sees Anthony as like an amazing player. I think he thinks Dane's a good player, but I think he thinks of himself more as on par with Dane. And I think he thinks of Anthony as this like strategic mastermind. And so I could see him being like, I want that as the winner of this season. Cause like for the game's sake, I don't know. Yes. All right. So, uh, so the audience says, uh, Dane, uh, I, I think I'm going to side with the audience on this one, but like I said, I think it's, uh, I think it's very, very close in, in terms of like which way he decides to go. So next up is Kira. Kira, the audience says 80%. Anthony, they feel pretty comfortable that Kira would be a vote yeah. for Anthony. And I have to agree. I have I agree. to agree as well, because if Kira's sitting 
in the jury as juror number seven. That means that Dane won the final HOH and evicted them and took Anthony to the end of the game. And Kira's going to like, how stupid was that to take Anthony to the end of the game? You should have taken me. Not only will they be mad at him, but they'll also like be incredulous that they did that he didn't make the right strategic move. So I feel like that they are. God, it's so close. It's I'm like, close literally game. like it's three on three. And I think Adam is like, I, I don't know. I keep well, vacillating back and forth with Adam. And I think that. I have I, a two to two. I have, I have Sam and SD as definitely votes for Dane. I have Corey and Mark as definitely votes for Anthony. I feel like Damien, Adam and Kira are the people that I'm the least. Because Kira is just a freaking wild card. You never know what they're thinking. I mean, and I, I think that well, it does it does matter the final speeches too. Like I do think that that if if it's this close, if it's indeed this close, I think final speeches could have some something to do with it. And I think that because so there's pros and cons because Dane knows the game more, so he knows more of like what a final two speech should be. Anthony doesn't really know the game very well, but he's really well spoken and can convince people of anything. So uh, I think he could go either way. Yes. Uh, one more point for Kira is that Kira currently believes that Dane is easier to beat in the finals than Anthony is, which I think is an indication of how they might think as a juror in terms of who their whose game they respect more. Um, so uh, I, I do believe that they would be a vote for Anthony there, especially because they're not going to have time in this scenario to go and talk with the rest of the jury, a.k.a. Sam, who might be more respectful of Dane's game. And I will say, I do think that if Adam does side with Anthony, I do think he has a very real chance of flipping Sam to that idea as well. So that could be a two vote swing. Yeah, I'll say this, that if Arissa starts pulling the keys and uh, Sam is a vote for Anthony, honey, it's over. It's done. I, I feel like it's done. Um, so the audience has this uh, by a vote of four to three. Dane, you have won Big Brother Canada seven. And I I'm going to lean toward that one. It's very, very close, but I'm going to lean toward that one. This is uh, I, this is like 52 percent so to 48 percent. And so close. <laughs> I have it as four to three for Anthony. But any one of those votes could change. I have uh, Corey, Mark, Adam and Kira all voting for Anthony. Uh, But Adam, I mean, uh, you know, that's Adam. Adam holds the fate of the show in his hand, I feel like. And I think, um, I think it was BB in the chat made a good point that Adam knows how much Dane loves this game. And I, and he's talked about it before to other people saying, you know, like that Dane and I love this game so much. And I think that that could also be a factor where he's like, this guy loves the game. He's a super fan. Like we should give it to him. And, Ah, yeah, but know. if they don't if they don't make the move of taking Kira to the final two, I feel like that could be held against him. Also, the chat is talking about that Dane might use his father in his final two speech. I specifically said that if he talks about his father, I will throw my television because he's used that before and it hasn't mean jack shit. So <laughs> I but but then again, they might buy it. And it was if it works, audience, it works. If it works, it works. If the audience is buying it and they're clapping and they're boohooing, then the, oh my, I mean he might get it. So We'll see. I, see. I think it's four to three for Anthony. Taryn thinks it's four to three and is agreeing with the audience for Dane. And, and like so, I said, I do. I do also I, think it might go five to two. Uh, I think other votes might start to, to get flip. on board with yes. the winner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Melissa, Melissa what you what's your final call? Nah. 
You had your fingers in everything. Come I on. Know, and my fingers were like four on four, which doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> they didn't help me. They just confused me. Uh, Melissa would okay. not do well in mental cuffs. They're, no, they're there, I didn't. Like four. They're there. <laughs> was it before or after? It was three. Eight. <laughs> No, I, I, ah, it's so hard because it really could go either way. I, I was leaning towards Anthony. Now I'm starting to lean towards Dane thinking about the fact that Dane and Dane and Adam share that, that like super fan bond or whatever. Um, I, I think I think that this is great podcasting, Melissa. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, look, I think that Anthony does really well in one-on-one situations, but I don't know if he does well in like it's inspiring people to want to vote for him with like you have to do kind of like an emotional plea. You can't mm-hmm. really do this like logical like we'll do what you think, but what you think should be this, and this is why, and here's what you're going to vote for. Like, you can't really do that. So I th- I do think in this situation, Dane might have a more convincing final two speech, more emotional, bring up the fact that he's been watching the show for so long, and he's, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so I-, I do think that Dane probably has it. All right. Okay. So that's Dane taking Anthony to the end uh let's quickly go over some other scenarios let's say dane wins the final three hoh and cuts anthony to take kira to the oh, final dane two. wins for sure i think no one votes for kira <laughs> you think it's unanimous for dane it's unanimous yes. as well the audience also thinks it's unanimous <laughs> for dane uh, i will say i could absolutely see anthony casting a vote for kira if dane cuts him um and I also think that Anthony is not one that would care about who votes uh, the other way. I think that he is totally fine standing out as the single vote against Dane. Uh, so I don't necessarily think it's a lock that it's unanimous, but I do think that uh, that Dane has six yeah, votes. Locked I, I, in. I see. I feel like Anthony will get on board, especially if he can feel the way it's going around him. He's going to be mad for sure. But he's really going to vote for Kira. He's really going to be the one outlier vote. I, I mean, I think he is willing to do it, but I don't think he will. Right. I think I think he'll vote for Dane. Yeah, I, I would. I would lean. I would lean toward him voting for Dane as well. But I would not be surprised if he voted for Kira. Agreed. Agreed. Um. So that's that situation. So you know, according to most of the audience and most of this panel, uh, Dane's going to win if he wins the final three hoh. Um, there are some scenarios where Kira could win the final three HOH. Uh, if Kira brings Dane, the audience says that uh, Kira wins unanimously, and in that situation, I agree. Sorry, sorry, what? If Kira wins the final three HOH and brings Dane to the final two, uh huh. The they, audience they, says that Dane will win unanimously. Oh, I thought you said they will win. They oh, will win. I, I might have said that. <laughs> like what? Oh, God. yeah, no, Dane. <laughs> No, Dane will win unanimously according to the audience, and I agree. I yeah. think that in that in that case, Anthony See, will, of course. Yeah, the chat heard what I heard as well. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Because I was like, "Wait!" It was one of those things where I heard it, and then I'm like, "Wait!" I'm replaying it in my head, and I'm like, "What?" What did you <laughs> um, If Kira wins the final HOH and brings Anthony, uh, the audience thinks that Anthony wins unanimously. However. Yeah. This is the closest vote of any of them. Uh, 49% said Sam would vote for Kira over Anthony, and 50% said that Sam would vote for Anthony over Kira. Uh, so the audience thinks that Kira could very, very easily be a vote for Kira in that spot. And I have to say, 
it is possible. I could see Sam casting kind of a pity vote for Kira, but I, I will also say I'm not 49% sure that that would happen. I'm like 3% sure that that yeah, would happen. I think Sam I wants think to vote for the winner. I think Sam's not going to vote for Kira because Kira betrayed Adam. That's, that's another good point. Actually. I don't think that's happening at all. I think that there's no way Sam votes for Also, Kira. there are no pity votes on a seven-person jury. Come on. Get with the program, Sam. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she, I know. No way. Not after the betrayal of Adam. Like, I mean, it, it was a situation where Adam and Kira were supposed to work together and that's what Sam and they blindsided wanted. him and he's going yeah, to now they blindsided him. Yeah. Kira has been like talking bad about Adam this whole time. Like, it's just no, 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 no. All right. Uh, Anthony wins the final HOH brings Kira. Uh, the that audience that says he wins unanimously. Anthony. Happen. Yeah, Anthony's not winning. Anthony's not winning. He's not winning final th- part three. He might if, win part one or part two, but he's not winning part three. Yes. If Anthony won and brought Dane, the audience has uh, basically the same opinion about uh, which person would win. It was a three to four vote that Dane would still win. But of course, uh, you know, Anthony's not winning the final HOH. However, if Adam stays in the final three uh if adam manages to survive the final four uh eviction and adam wins the final hoh and he brings dane to the final two Mm. oh my god do i have to think about this i don't have to go individually Uh, all necessarily still be there but oh god that got so hard for me to like flip my head back to like if adam isn't there oh my god (laughs) um the audience says he has sam yeah. The audience says it's a close one, but the audience says he has Corey as well. No. Melissa I disagrees. I think he will have I think Adam would have Corey because even though because he did good on his goodbye messages to Corey, telling her to her face, look, I was the assassin, even though she had bitter feelings about it when she went to the jury, Dane was also supposed to protect her. And he didn't. He like he was supposed to vote for Corey, and then she found out late in the game that he was not gonna vote to keep her in the house. So I know she's mad at Adam for putting her on the block. But he did get her out of the house, and Dane showed no loyalty whatsoever. So I, I think she votes for Adam in the end. She seemed mad at Adam in her jury videos, though. That's the only thing that's yeah. uh, tripping me up, though. I think there. she votes for Dane. Okay. I, I think she's a vote for Dane personally. Okay. Um, so that's against what the audience is. Uh, SD is a vote for Dane. I think we can agree on that. Um, Damien, very close vote on this one, but the audience says Adam, which is what Damien told me. Okay. Yeah, because I do feel like Damien would feel more betrayed by Dane. So we're two to two again. Yeah. Okay. In this spot, though, if if we think that Corey is a vote for Dane and that Esty is a vote for Dane, those are the two people Damien feels closest to in the jury house. Does he really vote against them both? Mm-hmm. I think it's a close one. Maybe I don't know. I still think that he. I could see him voting for Adam. I I think they felt pretty close through the end, and I think. I think I just think he feels more betrayed by Dane. All right. Uh, I think I might go with Dane just because I also think Esty and Corey are Dane votes. Uh, then we have Mark. And I do believe Mark is a vote for Adam. And so yes. does the audience. Yes. Uh, then we have Kira. Vote for Dane. The audience says is a vote for Adam. But no I way. actually think no. that they would be a vote for Dane. Yep. No, they absolutely hate Adam right now. Yeah. Yes. And then Anthony, the audience says, is a vote for Dane. Dane. Yep. Which means the Dane wins, according to the audience. Uh, or wait, wait, hold on. Uh, it's one, uh, two. Sorry, that means Adam wins, according to the audience. Uh, Dane wins, according to me. Okay. Yes. 
And I agree with that as well. I don't even want to think about that. Let's so uh, God and Wednesday can't get here soon enough, man. We're not going to get any spoilers. I don't feel like. And then Wednesday, we got to wait till Wednesday to find out what happened. Like, oh, whatever. Hopefully, hopefully hamster watch will come through. Yeah. And we don't need to talk about Adam taking Anthony. Cause I don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And taking Kira. I think Adam wins for sure. Well, Kira would, Kira would be gone. Kira. Yeah. Kira would oh, be yeah, gone in right. this, in yeah. this instance. Um, I can't get rid of anyone else, I guess. So, uh, just quickly, uh, the audience thinks that Adam would get one, two, three, four votes against Anthony. And so it would be a, a four to three vote and Adam would win over Anthony. They think that Dane would be a vote for Adam, which I don't agree with. So I think that Ad- Anthony would actually beat Adam in that Anyone spot. but having Kira in the finale co- comes with it a very exciting jury vote. If we have Kira in the finale, we do not have a very exciting jury vote. So yeah, it's, if Kira is sitting in the final two, then there's no tension except for the tension of if it all goes belly up, then we, then it sucks. Even like it, yeah, usually we're rooting for tension. Like, oh, it's it's obvious that Kira loses. But if it's not obvious that Kira loses, that's actually somehow worse. That's mm-hmm. actually somehow worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, the, the, the best case scenario is not having Kira in the final two. Yeah. I agree. All right. Finally, last two yes. questions. Finally, Who do you yes. want to win the game. Who do you want to win the game? Uh, oh, I wonder who they said. It's the exact same, exact same layout as before. Adam, yeah. Dane, Anthony, Kira. Who do yeah. you think will win the game? Dane. They think Dane yeah. is going to win the game. Uh, then Anthony, and of course, and then uh, Kira is slightly above Adam in that ranking. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So there you go. Let's just lose the That's just, what we have for you. Man. Hey, we put together quite a show with only three people left in the house currently. Like, yeah, I can uh, tell you, my notes know. were uh, pretty bare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we, got uh, we, we, we got some shit to talk about. I'm glad we got through it. Should be yeah. fun. Yes. Uh, so uh, let me know if you have a, an idea for a hashtag in the chat and uh, we'll, we'll see. It'll be very interesting to see uh, how the jury votes play out, um, especially if it's if it's Anthony versus Dane, uh, because I can look and see if the audience was correct. And uh, and I can even look at, uh, you know, specific answers to see how many people got it exactly right. Um, you know, so that'll be that'll be fun. Um, all right. So that's what we have for you tomorrow morning. I will be live at 11 a.m. Eastern to go over Anthony's game from start to finish. It should be a fun one considering all that Anthony has done across the season. Uh, and then of course, Wednesday, I will be talking about Kira's game from start to finish. Um, it will probably start a little early on that because I have a flight to Toronto because Thursday night I will be live after the, the airing. Taryn will be in the, the audience. You're going to be in the finale, Taryn. You and Ligori is also going with you, correct? Yes. Ligori yes. will be coming along as yes, well. Yes, Ligori, one of the morning uh, live feed updaters. He subbed for me on the show also before. So he will also be with you. That's so great. I'm so excited for you guys. Yes. What if they pan over to you guys in the audience and then as your little tag, they put whatever Ika calls you. What does she call you again? <laughs> like ter- well, Taryn. It's, now it's Taryn. Well, well yeah, now it's Taryn, but it yeah, was it something tor- else. Torrance. Torrance. Yeah, yeah, it's just like Torrance. Yeah. <laughs> Torrance. Well, she's changed it. Torrance. It'll just be lowercase Taryn. Torrance and the help. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Oh. Uh, 
<laughs> so that'll be fun. I will be live from Toronto after the airing of the finale, and I will uh, let you know, you know, all the fun stuff that happened yes. at the taping. Uh, we'll talk about the finale and all of that stuff. And then Friday, I will be speaking in person with the final three, and uh, we'll be filming those. We'll release the videos as soon as possible after that happens. Lots of fun stuff heading your way with Big Brother Canada. And then of course, after the season ends, we will have a wrap-up roundtable where we'll uh, do our final ratings of the season, of the players, talk about all of the legacy stuff, and then uh, and then that's it. That's all we got for uh, Big Brother Canada 7. I'm very excited to hear if, if Adam was evicted and Kira is part of the final three, I'm very interested to see how you handle your interview with Kira in terms of like giving them as much real tea as possible and how you do that eloquently to not offend them or get them on the defense right away. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> yes um and of course uh there will be an interview with the final four evictee that uh that goes up on wednesday uh or it might be thursday actually it might be thursday morning well probably we'll thursday see. uh at some point after the episode airs uh we'll have an interview for you there as well so that's what we have for you uh what do we have in the uh the chat for the hashtag here did, did you guys see anything mm. good uh, so I liked I liked mine. It was like hashtag four to four fingers or something. Four to four, a four to four vote. Four to four vote. Okay, we could keep it out of the fingers territory. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hashtag dingoes. Oh, I like finger. hashtag dingoes. Dingoes. Okay, yeah. Hashtag dingoes. Oh, I'm cool with either one. Hashtag yeah. dingoes is probably easier. I like dingoes. Dingoes. Um, dingoes. A lot of people want these these fingers. Uh, so, any final thoughts before we uh, we end this end this thing? Uh, Melissa, you want to go? Um, you don't need final a, thoughts. It's been a fun uh, season, sort of. At least near the end, I've it's, had a lot. It's of been fun. a great season. Into insofar as ha- what happened last season on Big Brother Canada Six, I did not expect what we ended up getting. Like, I mean, this was like. So far removed. If you guys go back and watch, someone even tweeted about it, about how badly we missed the mark coming into this season with regard to Anthony laughing at Adam and his crazy plans. Oh, yeah. Reinvent the brigade. And he proved us wrong. Wow. I mean, like, like I want to see the show that we were talking about, not the one that ended up happening. <laughs> I'm very excited for the finale and it should be, it should make for a really exciting night, especially if we can get two pretty boys up against each other. It'd be, I'm really excited to see the uh, final two speeches and questions and all that. That's going to be, I, I, I'm also really excited to see the jury round table. I love those. Yes. All right. So that's what we have for you. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taron. Brent is at one lucky gay. Melissa is at it's Melissa with three of those A's and uh, yeah, watch out for the, the, the upcoming coverage uh, for Brent and Melissa. I'm Taryn Armstrong. Hashtag dingoes. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>